dough coming from the rack store. Bet this back in the Mac in the back flow. And now, part two. Bruce, that was your cue. Uh, the the, the room went quiet. Me. You heard what I that said was, earlier. That, that was Bruce's cue. Come on, Bruce. Keep up, will you, Bruce? Sorry, man. I, I was just playing uh, playing on the oh, shack. I can't hear Bruce. Is he talking? Bruce talking or not? I can't hear him. Yeah. Can't you hear me? Hello? Oh, I can't hear your tank now. I can hear you, Bruce. Okay. You can't hear I Bruce. Can hear no, he hears me. No, I can. Yes. Positive. Positive. I'm going to jump out and back in. Someone talk. Yeah, everyone's loud and clear here. Go, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Bruce. We can hear you. Yeah, okay. I was just... Uh, I'm going to pivot a bit and retract to the thing that Robo said about leading by example. So it's it's really, really hard. So imagine you have to do marketing, right? And you have to start a whole new project up. And you have been talking about all these different grifters and scammers in the space, right? So how do you succeed in the quest of doing good marketing without utilizing the same faulty fucking method that all the other people do, like the take three, take three friends and the whitelist shit and all this stuff? How do you innovate marketing? Well, you, 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 kind of, you kind of are, right? Like in, in my humble opinion, what you guys are doing is a form of marketing. It is a form of touching base with your community, right? Like, because I just said, the people that are getting sick and tired of the grift, of the shitty underperforming uh, performance of, you know, NFT projects, protocol, team lead devs, everything in, in, under the sun, you know, like you're, you're calling, why do you think people show up to Rack FM? Because it's a form of marketing. You've, 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 put your finger on the pulse of what people's raw emotions are or reactions are to this space. And, you know, the reason why I would say Finn's uh, EPs have been doing so well is because it's, you're, you're, you're jiving with them, right? Like you don't have to do a whitelist. You just keep doing what you're doing. It's a longer, harder road to travel, but you got to ask yourself, and this isn't for me or anybody else to answer. Is it the more true uh, 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 and genuine road to travel per your perspective and position in whatever you're doing. You know, I would, I would think that it is for you guys and that's why you guys do it. That's why I do what I do. I can tell you right now, I could have got thousands of, of, of dollars in AKA sponsorships or financial aid with what I've been doing thus far. And I sometimes I'll be very honest. I, I you know, as genuine as I am, I'm only human. I question sometimes and I go, man, fuck, was, is it? Everybody else is here for the money. Has it been worth it? I, I'll be honest. Sometimes, no, it's not worth it. Sometimes I go, fuck, I'm getting kicked in the dick left and right uh, on social media and, and what and my efforts and my time and not getting shit for this. But then they have those shining moments, right? Where you the, the light does peek through when you put on NFT Nashville and you go, it was all worth it. I didn't get paid for that, but it's still, it was worth it because people showed up. People vibed with it. And like eventually, if you keep plugging along, if Rack FM keeps doing what it's doing, and God forbid, we all know the Cosmos ecosystem is in no short of content for you guys to keep doing what you're doing. Um, I think that shining light will eventually start protruding through the dark clouds and it will rise into, and you guys will have a great time. So I don't know, man. I, I think, I don't think there's, I think maybe it's the wrong question. I think you guys are doing just fine. 
Thank you for that, Tank. Um, so the project I had in mind was the Shark Protocol, for example. So how do you get, oh, the, really? I think the more- That's the project. Yeah, the, the question then for Shark Protocol is how do you get people to gamble? And the way you get people to gamble is, to be very honest with you, have enough incentive to make it worth their gambling and or have an environment to where there's excess funds so that they can actually spend it on gambling. It, I don't think that's the only two things, right? You got to tap into an addiction, a, a bad habit addiction for people and or have enough incentive to draw the normal people that don't have that bad habit to risk a little bit of their biscuit and play on your platform and or you need to be launching it in an environment to where people have enough to gamble with. That's how gambling works, period. I think they've got the launch time okay is to, in terms of that extra money floating around thing tank. Well, you think about like the original raccoon.bet, uh, right? Like when they originally launched and like when they first couple months, it was great because correct me if I'm wrong. That was like when everything was still relatively a-okay. Like it was... You know, it oh, wasn't Juno. That bad. Juno was high. Juno was Bro, high, and people were getting daily rewards, promo. man. Yeah, Dude, I mean, so like when you like have 950 Juno. Yeah, when people have, uh, you know, all these, not just Juno, but like Stargaze was pumping. Uh, you know, Chihuahua had people just getting free shit, and like what people do with extra shit is they like to be a little bit more risky, and so they were in the environment at that time to do very, very well. So, is Shark Protocol? in the position right now, I wouldn't even, I don't know, maybe, you know, there's a, there's an anticipation, anticipation phase for the Bitcoin having, uh, but you're now in a e ecosystem where people are starting to realize that high APRs don't necessarily mean, you know, uh, good, uh, long-term. And so is a gambling platform launched right now. I'm not talking shit about, you know, shark either or mole or anybody, cause I love them to death, but like, is something like that, gonna catch traction right now or do you guys have actually here's the here's here's the easy way to, to answer that do you have actually we're not commenting i'm just gonna say it, bruce well no no, no but well you can you <laughs> could though no no because because I have you, don't, you don't have you don't have to answer I, ask yourself do you, have extra, do you have extra money to put on shark did you do I, that today I'm, did you do that yesterday i'm gonna be very honest we this is a personal thing from the the oh sorry uh a, a plural thing from the account. Uh, we are not paid by Shark. We are not endorsed or sponsored by Shark. So we'll not be really given like any opinion on anything. Uh, but good luck to everybody and the guys. And Bruce is up as a course. He's involved in the project. Wait a minute. So if you're not, though, Bruce why wouldn't you give an opinion? No, but Bruce has got the right to speak. Oh, mate, Robble, personally, I'll give an opinion. I'm just giving you the Rap FM official thing. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm honest with you. I wish I'd had time to be on Shark. I'm going to okay, tell you. He, he was giving was, you the notional perspective on the... Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> you better make sure uh, those disclaimers get made. <laughs> anytime you get back at them, official perspective, uh, that's the, from the teat of Kitta. Uh, uh, it's not from the fucking teat of fucking Kitty. Couldn't I tell you what it is? You said Kitta. Kitta. And I did. And I did. <laughs> and hey, what about Omni? See, it's half it pass. Actually, it's twenty five percent. You want to bring Gelato in the combo? Do you know Gelato was our first financial contract? Well, sorry, they weren't. They were the second. Rack Supply were actually our first. It was only fifty bucks, but they were the first, and they did it like through Twitter, through the Dow, 
And they were like, this is so cool. Like, we've just done this, like, 50 bucks, bang. But, like, Juno was, like, I think, what, $1 at the time or something? And that was when we dropped, uh, what did we do? What did we do? Oh, it was when we did the the, the V2 of the uh, Chihuahua uh, Marketplace uh, Emporium, right? The tipped us, like, 50 bucks for the, the, the work we did, yeah? The build-up and then blah, 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 the show. And, obviously, they've got a few users, you know, for the first show and the second show. But they were the first. Gelotlo were the second. They provided us with the yield-bearing NFTs, which is a financial contribution. The notional were the third, just recently. I mean, Gelotlo were like six, seven months ago. I mean, come on, look at the gap. Ask yourself why you should be a, you haven't got to be a genius to work out what's been going on over an hour, something raccoon coop. We'll bring Brian in here. Uh, but, yeah, then Omni were the uh, fourth. So Omni of... I said we've put like more than what they in have. What they have in, we we have. But you know something, shark. You talk about shark. I thought about this today. The best thing shark protocol can do is uh, help get their name in uh, the video that's coming up. Because I'll tell you what, if 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 you want to be, if we're talking about Web three marketing, we're talking about fucking six day chess. And I'm talking about like Web3 Martin's a piece of shit. And I mean, talking about that, he's Brian, he's an expert on that shit, isn't he? Uh, let's see. Because this video, fucking game changer. And I'm, I'm willing to put my fucking name on it. And you know what? I think I'm a pleb all you fucking like. But I'll tell you what, you can't make what we're making. I'm in DMs now that you, you cunts are going to be blown away. Like, there's people with raw talent, like Red Eye, like Timmy like others that are proper got real fucking skill sets that are just like, right, what do you need? Unbelievable. It's a movement. Does anybody want to see anything before we bring uh, all slinks? Holy fuck. Yeah, woman. Yeah, woman's in the room. Oh, little slinky babes. I love some slinky. Yeah. Uh, does anybody want to see anything before we get like uh, Brian in or, or what? What's happening? Anybody going to... Final comments before Brian kills the space no, for these I, No, no, I would love to hear Brian's take because I know he was talking about gambling uh, and, and, you know, uh, real world casinos and stuff like that in the past. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't think for Shark Protocol, like I know you guys are making a video and stuff like that. I don't mean it in any way, but like I, they're going to have to, I'm just going to say it one more time, they're going to have to find a way. And even with Gelato, you're going to have to find a way to incentivize people or get into a position uh, where the ecosystem that you're in has enough liquidity to spare for people to take on risk like that. Like, so I, I don't know. Tank, I don't know. Tank, why, why doesn't, why doesn't IBC gang fucking sponsor the video as well? See, the thing is powered, powered by Omniflix, right? Sponsored by fucking IBC gang. Like, oh, dude, we bring a storm. You're going to get. Because I know what that video, because I know what that video is about. Because <laughs> I know what that fucking video is about, and I'm not. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm not doing that. Okay, can I give you free alpha? It's unrecorded. Can I give you some free alpha? So there's a bedroom scene, right? It's All recorded. It's not. It's not. <laughs> he mad. said it's recorded. <laughs> Do you see Terra Spaces right there? You see Terra Spaces in that fucking oh, building? Fucking where? No way, yeah, man. He fucked up it. He can't. Even I've had a few fucking gummies in that while I've been on the space. I've been on for fucking hours. Wait a minute. I've been on for two and a half hours, right? I started normal. I've had a cookie and a few gummies and a few fucking beers and a few cheeky Jimmy Cliffs. And then your man's down. See, he hasn't got many followers. He always hangs down in the lower, like he hangs around with me and that. 
because not many people follow him, you know what I mean? So, like, anyway, all I'm going to say is, thanks, right? This video is pushback. And the funny thing is, how many people did I speak to who were like, fuck that, we do not want to touch this shit. It's radioactive. I mean, out of 20 people, we only got six replies. And I sent, like, the track and the lyrics. And I'm telling you, I even said to Dove and them, I'm like, bro, this is like really good time and like, listen to this, come on. And he's like, bro, do you not think I've got enough fucking troubles in my life? Like, do you think I need this fucking heat as well? You dad's good. I was only joking because that was the joke, you see. I said to the Sonny, he's never sported a Rack FM since. Before that, he was making memes about us in the DMs and dropping us on Cosmoverse. <laughs> since I asked Sonny if he wanted to go there, he's never replied to us like 10 days ago. Anyway, to cut a long story short, Cash, Clown Ass Shit House is the video. I mean, the song's bad enough. The video's fucking radioactive. Oh, fuck. A little uh, one of them little poison fucking frogs. It's just Winston. Don't come in the garden. Winston, Winston's obsessed with him. Hey. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's it didn't lose me thought. But wait, Sisla, Sisla was the only one that, like, I didn't ask Sisla for like, any backing. Right, I know I was joking with you about IBC gang. I didn't ask Sisla. It's the same as what happened with Jacob, and I mentioned this the other night, and this is what's really different about Rack FM. I asked Sonny for funding for Rack FM, and I said, Jacob, hey, I know you're like quite good, like quite good, good to wear, Sonny. Would you back us? Would you support us? Like, if I could, like, as a character reference, he went, send me your wallet address. Like, that's it. Well, we're putting Rack FM on five nights a week. So this is the first week. Have we done five nights? Yes, we have. Bang! Or five different. It's night for me, but obviously five. Have we done five? We fulfilled our requirements, right? Sisler was was a completely different conversation, right? About something completely different. And we got fucking joking about the video. And the, he's like, what? He's like, hey, right, bang. Like, he, he literally didn't even think twice. He went, we'll just make it work. Like, Sisler, what a fucking good guy he is. And I'm telling you, Tank, just what you said there is the response I've had from many. This is radioactive. I really want to bring Brian in. He's been very patient. He's busy. Wait, hold on. I, I just want to. I just want to. I just want to say. I, I do. I do. You got to think. Okay. And I, I, I'm sorry, Brian. I, I definitely want to hear your response to uh, the the whole ch- gambling thing too. But I, you got to think. Okay. So Notional has a reason to give Rack FM money. Like these. Like. It lowers the heat per se, uh, you know, and it also gives him a platform to reach people. So I don't think he's, he's not giving you guys money or supporting the video. It's, he's investing in himself. Same thing with Omniflix. They're not investing in Rack FM's video. They're no, investing two, in the protocol. They're investing, yeah, they're investing in the protocol. They're investing on, on, on their, in you guys showing whatever the fuck you launch, that it can happen on their protocol, on their and they don't care about the message on it they just want to say look it works that shit works so that's what that is like it's it's a it's a very i would be very cautious about like what you're you know saying that they're investing in, into rack fm or supporting I'm not saying, rack FM I'm not in that way you, wait a minute i'm not it's saying you're blown smoke. i'm not saying you're blown smoke up your own ass but you're kind of like oh no 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 wait a minute hear me out hear me out here i've got a really valid argument so let's wind back seven months let's go back to the show 
We did with Jacob. Let's go to exactly what the first questions were. Let's go to the whole uh, race situation that then inspired the next Rack FM the next day when him and Lipid came up. And there was you, there was Timmy, there was Slinks. I'm so glad Slinks is up here. That wasn't recorded. I wish it fucking was, though. Listen, I need to make something very fucking clear right here, right now. They are facilitating you cunts getting exposure five nights a week to this kind of crack. They get no fucking quarter given. Nobody does tank. Right? Like, what we were just saying, fucking about, like, like laughing about Brian there and making a the job, we were like, it works. Like, like this is the thing about Rakafema and say home player laughing well, his head I, up. I'm sorry, not- I gotta pause you. You can't say they get no quarter when you told Amir 25 minutes ago. Well, that's where that ends when he brought up Notional. That was sorry. a fucking joke. That was a Because I said, my opinion, because Tank went, what about your opinion? I went, oh, well, my opinion's different. Dude, I'm taking the piss. I'll tell you what, because Tank was the first one to quiz us, like when, when the shit happened, I literally asked Jacob to come on on Monday, like about fucking an hour and a half or something before, like he did. And I'm like, this is just for Tank this. And then the minute Tank came back on the show after Nashville, I think he came on on Tuesday. I'm like, guess who we had on last night? He's like, who? Because he'd been busy. I was like, Jacob. And he just started laughing. Like, literally, this week, I've just been trying to rub Tank, but in like a nice, like, brotherly way where, like, I, I know he will appreciate, like, the banter and the crack and the. However, listen, like, I have to say this. I said earlier, I said, hey, he, he said, oh, there might have to be a Rack FM because this just got serious. I said, well, well come on. We're going live on the shit show at eight. Me, like, like, it was going to be this normal, like, shit show, like what we have, right? And then, like, I'm telling you that, like, two hours later, I get a message saying, oh, yeah, me mate's uh, cookie and uh, I'm not so well. And, uh, yeah, you're supposed to talk about, uh, you know, sponsors and patrons. Like, uh, do you think we give a fuck? Bro, we take the money. What was our last single called? Take the money. Take the money and run it. There's no agreement. There's no, there's, uh, trust me, trust me, they fuck up one bit. We'll be in there to butcher their fucking soul like we will every cunt else. And I'm dying to get Slinks in. She's been patient. But Brian, I mean, say good morning. Then we'll welcome Slinks. And then we'll give you the monologue, Brian, when I say hello to you, darling. Good morning. What's up, Slinks? How, how you doing? Are you all right, Brian? Or what? Hey, Gucci? Bro, I am pumped, man. Like, Bitcoin is up, Ethereum's over 2K. Um, the 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 spice is flowing. Like the level of like interaction and, and new projects that are looking for help in terms of grants and marketing. Marketing's coming back, dude. When marketing is coming back, that means the market is coming back. People have marketing budget again. It's nuts. Roll me it, like, the amount of inbound that we're getting is crazy. Our traffic it, like is doubling in like the last month as well it, it's just there's more interest in crypto again and i'm seeing it from an seo standpoint i'm seeing it from a business standpoint i'm seeing like this the pockets are starting to open and the spend is coming so you know hopefully this isn't just a a, a bull blip and it's like a bull run and uh I, i'm i'm fucking pumped man i'm i'm pumped but i'm terrified about 38k i mean we saw it i've been warning about it for weeks we all know about 38k any secret it's well known in the crypto world we fucking dipped hard. I'd say obviously we'll pull them back, but bro, me Kooji bags and me fucking IMX bags 
Oh, fucking, absolutely fucking pumping. I just look at those motherfuckers. Like, I've been, I've been, I'm, I'm going to admit, I've been DCing out of Coogee, like, at the right time. Like, I've been calling me Coogee, fucking DC is out. And then just icing a little bit. Uh, but, Brian, we're going to give you the big uh, monologue about what Tank, we'll, 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 we'll get Tank and then maybe hit you up with, like, a, a review of the questions just to reset the room for people coming in. But, uh, Slinky Darling, how are you doing, Braves? Are you all right? You're welcome. Are you good? It's been a minute. Hello. Hasn't <laughs> it's it? been a while. I, hasn't uh, it? I saw, you, I saw you in the clown's Discord. I saw you hanging around in the clown Discord. <laughs> oh, it's the best. It's one of the better ones out there, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say hi. And, and clearly we're back. If I'm talking on a fucking space, which I only do when good times are happening, I guess. Or Coach Bruce's space. Those are fun, too. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just want to say, hey, it's been a minute. Do you know we're supposed to be having Coach Bruce on tonight? But uh, obviously you heard about the Polonix uh, hack and stuff, yeah, and the froze the Ox. I mean, I would actually like to have a massive reset in the room, uh, Slinks, because I know you'll have a comment on this as well. So actually, Brian, uh, if you it, obviously you came in, you were very patient. You heard the guys talking. If you want to end that subject, then I've got a new one to kick in with that like revigorate the room a little bit. I don't know, and anybody else can have a follow up on Brian. Uh, so yeah, dude, go ahead. The room's yours. Yeah. So the question. Let me let me just refresh, Brian. So the question was from um, from Bruce originally. Uh, like, what do you think about gambling protocols or gambling? teams like gelato like shark the, the question was about shark protocol uh in this current situation and environment like what do you think they need to do to gain any kind of traction or do you think that it's a viable thing to actually be pursuing in general i i guess would also be a question yeah you should like if crypto is fundamentally regulatory arbitrage gambling is becoming more prevalent and basically legal in the united states and Anybody with an internet connection can basically gamble on anything. Crypto's real power play is gambling on stuff that you can't normally gamble on. And I think you can pretty much gamble on everything now in the United States with an internet connection. So um, I'm not totally bullish on gambling. Um, I get it, but like they've pretty much decriminalized it, right? Sports betting, like... I, I don't know where to go. What 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 can you not do in in Web two? I, I guess would be my question. But so like yeah, why why the need for to go to Web three when you can basically do it in Web two is what you're saying, right? Yeah, I, it's like you can like there's there's Indian casinos all over the country now. There's like you know, DraftKings has bars throughout the country. You could go in and bet at a bar. And uh, and Gable Online, they give you like crazy amount of bonuses. They're billion dollar companies with huge, huge marketing. They're highly capitalized. How the fuck are you going to compete I, on on these highly capitalized like monstrosities of companies? You have to find little niches that that they're not going after, and and I, I find that hard to to find. Or they have just really good branding and you're like part of the cool crew, like Rollbit crew. Even if it's Web 2 or Web 3, doesn't matter. Yeah, Rollbit has some some interesting plays and, and they basically 
they're, they're incentivizing through their, like their tokens and they got crazy amount of nft influencers on board too like that's why robot's popping i think it was started by an nft influencer too with like major major distribution there you go i, I don't even think bruce is here anymore so there there was your answer though bruce if it's recorded later you got it so right i mean tank is the king of the pivots uh, we've been talking about a lot of stuff for a long time. So the hack happened earlier. Uh, Mia, by the way, feel free if you want to jump up, mind. I'm, you might be busy, I know. Anyone else wants to come up, please just give us a shout. Uh, everyone's opinion. It's a public square. It's an hour space. It's yours. Oh, and we've been running for maybe like three hours. Uh, right, this hack today. Obviously, if anyone's been following like Pack Shield and Look on Chain, etc., you've all seen what's been happening. Obviously, a lot of the shit, shit coins, etc. Uh, we've been at the beginning of the show, right at the beginning, early when there was only a couple of listeners. I think actually uh, IBC Mafia was here at the time, right? There's only a couple of people in the room. Uh, Akras Nide might have been here. The pull next thing. So Bruce is not going to be on the space today because obviously they're in the bunker. Uh, the locked down ox or the froze the uh, exchange wallet on Polynex. Now, this raises, doesn't it, uh, a big question, right, about the fact that there was a, a drain happening. Uh, obviously, like, you know, users' wallets on this exchange were getting drained, uh, blah, 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 and then getting sold off, etc. Obviously, you know, people pouring it in the theme, and then it goes in a tumble, etc., etc. But... Obviously, uh, Coach Bruce and obviously not him, but the, the team behind uh, Oxride, uh, we're able to like kind of freeze like the wallets or get the wallets like frozen straight away. And then we were talking earlier about what question does this raise, right? The you know decentralization versus like centralization, like argument, like oh, okay, you can freeze shit that quick. Well, but in the event of a hack, like, is that not what you kind of, like, want? Like, the decentralized versus centralized, like, argument, like, raises its ugly fucking head yet again, doesn't it? We've had this many times before with, like, Solana and shit like this and other things. I just want to open up the floor. I will, if it's all right, gentlemen, give this one a slinks because I know she's a big fan of Coach Bruce, so I know she's been following uh, Ox. Uh, hashtag uh, OX, etc. And she might have been aware of, obviously, the Polynex hack. I think there was, like, quite a bit of uh, ox on Polynex, right? So, Slinks, what do you know? Have you talked to anybody? Has, have you been in the Discord? Is there any crack? Can you fill us in on any details, darling? Well, are you talking about, like, price action in general of ox? Like, why? No, there was a hack earlier. There was a hack earlier, right? Well, I don't know. Like, when? The froze, the froze, the froze, the wallets, the froze all the wallets, are you? Hmm? Wait, yeah, about okay. uh, about twenty five minutes before Polynex. About thirty five minutes before we started this space, so that's why Bruce is not coming on tonight. Is because he's like in lockdown, like he's been talking to me in the day, well, talking to this account in the DM. Mm. He's got. Um. All right. Well. Whatever. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I think it's it was like 193. I think it's 193 million on there or something. And it could have been drained, but they acted like 
I think when the drain so, started, the big drain and loads of crypto vet right there. Did you hear her? <laughs> yeah, she just goes, meh, whatever. She that shit right <laughs> off. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Coach Bruce. Like, whatever. Like, he's going to bring it back. Like, fucking buy the dip. I don't know. He's a cult leader. You win with full coach Bruce. No, they 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 haven't been hacked. They haven't been hacked. They had for or use as hard over providing liquidity on the Polynex uh, decks, right? Well, why the fuck uh, are they on OpenX? Like got that's hacked. your first mistake. <laughs> it got, it got, <laughs> like, it got hacked. It got hacked and they started draining like proper shit meme coins. It could have been uh, Bitcoin. Who gives a fuck? That's Pol- Polonix or whatever the fuck they're called's problem, not Ox's problem. Aye, but your users had their liquidity on there. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. 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 Breaking news. Anybody got the breaking news button? <gasps> Holy fuck. Oh, I mean, it's not. Hey, listen, this is like a little bit. <laughs> Wait, do you want me to be like, oh my god, I'm so scared, my bags, they're going to zero. Is that what you want me to do? No, no, I only found out out about the hack about 25 minutes before the show started. I mean, guys, I focus on the room and I I rely on other people for shit, so like, I've I've abandoned the night, I'm on my own. So I've just had to go and look. Normally, like, B-Bands and Bruce will be helping me out. The estimated loss of the hack, the Polynex hack, is wait for it, one hundred and twenty-five million. Mainly, and by the way, Ox blocked so the Ox uh, users or investors or liquidity providers on that Dex are affected. But let's hear me out. One hundred and twenty-five million, mainly on three chains. Fifty-six million on F because that's where all the shit coins are. Uh, 48 million fucking hell on the Tron network and 18, right. 18 million on BTC. The thing is, Peck Shield, and I'll put the tweet, I mean, I'll put this latest one in, but when they did first tweet out, because these guys catch everything, they're the best in the game for me. Peck, there's nobody better than Peck Shield. When they did first tweet it out, uh, four, it was four hours. Headphones are going to go. Uh, I've put the tweet in there. The tagged. They tagged the decks and then they said, Hi, Polynex, you may want to take a look. And then they've got the call on and then Justin Tron. I mean, just go and look at this shit. This is fucking brilliant, isn't it? Like, it's not brilliant, but to be fair, I said this many times. How many times have I said 120 million hacks doesn't really affect the market these days? Let's be fair. Let's be honest. I mean, we're not mugs, are we? Who wants to talk? Mm. I still don't understand how this affects. Ox people. Honestly, if you think about it. Um, right. Is, is you talking? Is you talking only trading on its own native decks or is you talking trading elsewhere? That's the question. It's trading elsewhere, right? Wait, can you guys hear me? It's, tra- it's trading on. Yeah, I, I can hear you. It's just Robo Robo. Just, yeah. No, I can hear her. She doesn't understand. She doesn't understand that there's liquidity providers providing liquidity on that decks for, your, for that token, not no, on the native. The deck. point is, as. The famous words of what Sefi says is it's not that much money. It's not. It's not. It's the value of that. But, I mean, in reality, it's maybe like 5% of that. 
at the end of the day. Like, I don't well, know. I'm not like concerned. That, that, that's not the convo or the point. The point is the decentralized versus centralized aspect of being able to freeze money very, very quickly. Where are we willing to draw the line between, oh, we were going to get hacked, we were going to get drained, but we didn't because we're able to freeze our money versus, oh, we live in this decentralized world. You know, Bitcoin is pure freedom. Like, you, you know, if you don't own your own keys, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, you must get the vibe what I'm talking about, Slinky, you know, yeah, what I'm trying to get I'm, here. I know not- you love quote, Bruce. I know hey, you love them. Oops, why sorry. do you think I'm like, oh, whatever, because I'm like, if you don't even know how to get on chain, like, go fuck yourself, is what I say. So, like, they kind of deserve it, in my opinion. Like, anyone that's on an exchange. I know they're use, useful for certain situations, but I don't know. Spread your money out. Don't ever put something on one place. Spread it out. Simple as that. Yes, Lisa, you're old school, you. Oh, we were talking about like shrooting them and a few others who got like proper burnt back in the day. Holy fuck. I mean, some people got burnt so bad, right? We had a big one. <laughs> Very <earlier>. bad. <laughs> Tara taught us something. We talked about the history of like the hat trick, actually, the the, the word the, the, where the definition hat trick like came from back in the day from cricket. And that was like, it was like back in uh, 1850, uh, 1858, I think, or something. And I was like four years out with the date I gave Bruce off the top of my head. Like, nobody believed me. Where a Finn thought hat trick came from hockey. Holy fuck, that guy's retarded. I mean, you can tell he was brought up in a fucking trailer park, right? But that's why we love them, you know. Uh, uh, Slinks, I'm going to ask quickly before we... I'm not going to pivot, but I want to ask the guys about the centralized, decentralized thing. Uh, Slinks, have you been buying Finn's music? Have you been following the music or not? Wait, what music? What music? Oh, Oh, like the Rack FM? Like, uh, uh, my God. Terraspaces? Finn's. Cosmos yeah. Cosmos yeah, of course. I bought all the NFTs. I think that have been out. Was there like three, two or three? I can't remember. Six. It's great. Six. We've had we've dropped six singles. The seventh one's coming, and we're making fucking videos. Uh, I can't believe we're making videos now. So fucking fun! I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I've got to say, Cosmosovo, it's the best alarm clock in history. Like, I wake up on a morning and I'm like, the first thing I hear on my alarm clock is like a uh, picking po- uh, pick pocket osmosis down only prognosis. Who doesn't want to wake up to that line on a morning? I mean, it's give insane. it up. It's like oh. they just need to even, like, if osmosis had the balls to do it, just like that's their opening music in the background when you like start putting money into their liquidity pools. It's like the song is giving you a hint of what's about to happen, but you ignore it. <laughs> Holy fuck, imagine the smell if you like actually put money in the fucking LPs on osmosis and started playing that song. No one's ever thought of that. That would be funny, actually. We should uh, fork the chain and just like do it like for the culture. Or is that Red Eye? Red Eye's here as well. Get him in. Uh, Reid, I mean, let's get serious. Uh, I don't know. Brian O'Tank want to go first. Or, uh, in fact, we might have the plebs first. Home pleb or Amir. This, obviously, the thing that I'm talking about, about, you know, they were able to freeze, like, any transactions, like, really quickly. I mean, is this a good or bad thing? 
in this situation, like like in the decentralized world, the people are selling themselves as like decentralized. I mean, let's go in my order before we go to the intelligent people like Brian and Tank. It will talk for ten minutes on one subject. Home pleb, anything to say before we go to Ramea? No, he's on the chickens, isn't he? Aye. He's having a gobble, isn't he? Yeah, I know making, what's happening there. I'm making jam, dude. So yeah, you can you can move on to the next one. <laughs> He's making jam. That's what I expect. Oh, I love our home pleb. Who doesn't love a good home pleb? I love him. Uh, may, may any convo on the fact that yes. they were able to freeze? Okay, cool. Exceptionally, exceptionally, and to only to protect people. Like uh, that's that's the problem. But it needs to be like uh, some people accountable and some people over. Um, over uh, overseeing, you know, these these people that have the the possibility to do all this, I think that's that's the only way they, that they can do this. But it's, it's decentralized, you know. It's a little bit, you know. Um, Wait a minute, though. You can't. No, you can't have your cake and eat it, right? As we say in English, come on, think about it. I mean, I know you used to be a secret maxi, right? It's no different from Polygon, where you've got like a whatever a three on five fucking multi sig or something, like. You've got like the control and all that in the hands of like, dude, if they can just go bang, freeze, like freeze any movement, like, come on, what are you talking about? Like, does that not scare you? That this scares me to a degree. I kind of like the backing of the security, but I'm like, well, what, tell me the difference between that and my government. Oh, you make a fair point, Robo. It's. I, I, I do that. I'm really actually like, I want this to go further. And I wish Coach, Coach Bruce had come in and explained this. I've been fucking talking to him. He's like, he would be in, but he's in the bunker. I'm just going to say, and yeah, yeah, we're going to get tanking. He's very important. This guy's very intelligent. I'm just going to say that I am, this doesn't sit well with me, right? It's like not a nerd. I'm not like you guys, you know, like, like proper, like high finance guys and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just a fucking geek who'll come into this shit later. I'm intelligent in my own field, but I'm finding my way and I'm trying to make me like, way around the ego. And there's always this like cry of like centralization, decentralization, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, right? You know, the gatekeepers, right? The kingmakers. And like this today, I'm, it's conflicted. I'm conflicted. I'm like, well, the protector they use And I'm like, well, <laughs> they could just fucking do this whenever they want. So yeah, make tank, and I'm talking shit. Make some sense of what I'm saying, please. No, no, no. It's just, it's the internal struggle that we all have to actually ask ourselves, and be you know when we do, we have to be honest with ourselves, which a lot of people have a problem with, uh, as well as not really understanding you know the value of decentralization uh, versus security, right? Like, what do we value the most? Uh, and why are you here? Like, you know, we, we, we talked about it before and Brian was very honest and I was right there with him. I agree with him. You know, I'm here for the fucking money, man. So like, you know, there's, there's, when people talk about decentralization, while I get it, there's a lot of times where I just don't, and I don't fucking want to, and I don't care to, uh, because I'd, I'd rather things be, I want a safety blanket and I want security, uh, versus decentralization. And I think that kind of does, it always pivots, uh, at teeter tots, I guess if, if that's a better uh, word to use to explain what I'm trying to say, like, depending on where I am at the moment in my portfolio and with that asset, I might not give two shits about decentralization versus when my assets are really, really fucking uh, valuable and I haven't taken enough profits yet, I might fucking feel differently. So it's, it's, um, I don't think it's a, 
something that you're going to ever find the like needle in the haystack or that golden sword to, to cut the truth and, you know, stand firm and tall in the conversation. Uh, it's going to be an internal struggle that is always ever going to be changing depending on the time and the matter and the, the topic at hand. I love, so thank I, I, think, I think, no, one second. I think I love corporate tank more than I love corporate soy. Like we, this is the thing about Rack FM, right? We can like uh, crowbar in like a, a corporate aspect. We can crowbar it, crowbar in like a shilling aspect, like with Brian and that. And if, nobody minds. Like everybody's like, cool. We need all these viewpoints, all these. I tell you what, guys, listen. My my good, our good friend, good friend of the show, quickly, Amir, Amir, then Brian, a good friend of the show is down there, guys. He's popped in called Fundue. If you're not, he's, he's one of the best uh, Web3 musicians out there. If you're not following him, please for us. We talked about him tonight with uh, Finn, a few others. We talked about Sound XYZ, blah, blah, blah. We had a great convo. Uh, if you're not following uh, Fondue, make sure you are, guys, because he puts out some of the most fucking amazing tunes on Web3. Like, uh, he does uh, hip-hop covers and that. Oh, man, he's lethal. Anyway, Amir then Brian. Go on, son. Yes. Yes, I I uh, I uh, confirm what you just said about Fonju. He was on a space with Bloody Mama, and he makes magic. But um, yeah, Tank Tank basically just likes to eat the cake and bake it, or eat it and pay for I don't know, <laughs> something. Have your no no, dude. I said have your cake and eat it. So like that's that's the idiom. Like you can't just have your cake and fucking eat it. You got to share it around a little bit, right? I like that. I like the concept, the take on it, though, bro. <laughs> Uh, right, Brian, I mean, this is an interesting one. So, guys, for anybody joining, if you're a bit late in the room, we're just talking about what happened today with a Polynex uh, hack and how kind of uh, Ox or Oxen uh, exchange, uh, basically, we're able to fucking, like, freeze wallets. I see red, highs, red eye bears here, the security fucking uh, privacy expert. So this is actually a really good convo today. Is that like what are and Tank made a good point there? What are we willing to surrender, right, for safety versus what we are willing to uh, surrender for like our individual rights? Are we just following on from a you know traditional like fucking trade fight system? If like, but you know, if you're getting hacked or your wallet's getting drained through no fault of yourself, are you happy there's a safeguard in where they can just freeze that? But then are you not thinking, well, if they can just do it then, when does it, like when else can they do it? So yeah, uh, let's let's go to Brian and then Red Eye, if that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. I think you know, everybody says that that DeFi and Web3 has a as user experience problem, and I, I think they're full of shit. Um because user experience is inversely correlated to security. The more secure something is the worse the user experience is going to be. The better the user experience it is, the more centralized it is, the more hackable it is, the more it's a big hackable thing. And you can see that like they're going after an exchange. There's hundreds of millions of dollars there. Like the amount of security, I, I know people that work at Coinbase and the amount of security that they have, like their computer can only go to certain websites if they're touching like certain prospects, their servers have keys. There's like, it's like a really, really difficult to like push code there like the way that they have their structures in place. And so it's really, really hard to get access to the token and they do a really good job around it. So, but it makes it incredibly hard to push code at Coinbase. 
So anybody who says, oh, Web3 has a you, you user experience problem is, is full of shit and they don't really understand that that's a feature and not a bug. If you want good security, the UX is going to be terrible. If you want good Dude, UX, the security is going to be terrible. We talked about this tonight. We, no, no, we talked about something very, very similar. I think Tant was here on the same theme about Stargaze and their code checks. Obviously, it's like a semi-permission chain. But I do know, because I've spoke the Rack team, they've had features, pull requests out there for quite a while. But because of like the vetting and the audit and stuff that Stargaze are doing, like Rack's about to be in a queue, and there's a kind of a certain process that they built around it. And I was like saying tonight, well, you know, these OE Minter features that we're crying for could probably already be in play, but are they going to rush them through? How much housekeeping needs to be done, like on the, on the court or whatever, whatever, et cetera. It's like, it's, it, it's a fine fucking line, isn't it, Brian, with what you're willing to give up for speed, yeah, yeah access yeah, like, wait, you know what i mean you're, you're you're trading you're trading security for access to liquidity and order books on polynex right so you're you're giving up security so you can get like this potential liquidity and and if you're a market maker and you're a business and kind of have to do it then it's part of your business and you have to take that risk and you know there's there's insurance protocols out there now and, and different things around that but like platform risk is real and and so if you're looking for that liquidity you have to kind of embed and take that that inherent risk on but the normal person who's like buying and holding don't do it like just hold you know manage your keys hold your stuff um but if you're a business like have the processes in place have insurance in place and you know figure that out so i think i think the big existential risk that's going on right now just in the market is kind of liquid staking tokens and what the potential impact that has because you know, liquid staking just surpassed all-time highs across the, the macro market. And there's a lot of individuals that think that liquid staking contagion will be the next downfall. It'll be, it'll be, this is how we get institutions in is like here, you can hold this or you can hold liquid staking and a liquid staking token doesn't have uh, staking rewards that kind of come in as income, but that in and of itself creates a, a giant potential contagion, uh, a, a, another bull run, but also a potential contagion of something like eigenlayer or lido goes down oh brian brian dropping brian dropping some i heard that last little bit at the end uh you think you think a robot doesn't capture everything well brian i fucking know you that was very clever that that was better than me actually most of the time without further ado he had a late one last night he's been on a bender uh mr red-eyed bear before he starts he put Something in motion a day that not even he can control. And this is what I love about Rack FM, that it's perpetual motion. Every time someone does something, we get an idea and then we formulate this idea into something else and then we actually do something. And holy fuck. All I'm going to say is uh, with Red Eye Bear and our my little free alpha, our little uh, Easter egg, there's only me and Ambedo that are talking about this. Wait for the Omniflix video, uh, Clown Ass Shithouse, the video, when it drops up, when it premieres on Omni after the Stargazman finishes. We've got this timed. Red Eye is going to see, he's got a part of playing this shit that he, that he doesn't know about. I love Rack FM. We're fucking class. We just want to stitch everybody and surprise everybody and make everybody love like life. And fucking, isn't this what's about? So, Red Eye, I mean, I know you want to be the corporate man. 
give me give me 60 seconds of culture, bro. I saw you racking your banner, yeah, I'm bait or banner today, right? Give me 60 seconds of culture, then come in as the corporate fella. <laughs> well, I had no – Ambito did a V1, and uh, he didn't include the Silk logos in it. And since, uh, you know, Shade and Silk are on quite the tear, hitting a few different all-time highs, figure might as well rep the extra branding. Uh, fucking love Ambito's art. And I didn't realize how uh, – he had done some other private banners for, for people, and they're all fucking sick. Um, oh, can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? People think I'm yeah. talking about the fancy comment, right? But – when you see an ambedo, right, and I know you know this, when you see an ambedo, you know it's an ambedo immediately, even with the wheels. If you looked at the wheel, the, the wheels that he launched, that generator, you looked at them and you went, that's fucking ambedo, right? Oh, yeah. No, there's, there's a few artists in the cosmos, and there's only, I think, maybe one other that comes to mind that's, like, very easy to spot, and that's uh, Mr. Minded. I don't know if anyone is... Uh, it knows who that artist is. Um, fucking amazing, dude. F- fucking awesome. Um, very. I mean, like similar, different styles, but uh, than Ambito, but both of them are fucking class artists. So, uh, yeah, and I've gotten the gotten the chance to kind of work alongside both of them in the past, and it's awesome to just be you know surrounded by a bunch of chads. I tell you what, people probably think Ambedo is like in the group chat with us every day. Like we sometimes we didn't even hear from Ambedo for like five days, but like Finn's got like a kind of CB radio that connects to like Ambedo's house. I think me, I'll send Ambedo like fifteen messages in one day, then not speak to him for like ten days. We have this like just the one of the Brasco man. Shout out Brasco down legend. The crew is one of the six, but it's the same. So before we get the serious stuff, I say Brian's got his hand up. I mean, Red Eye, and now you've got a lot to say on this. I don't know if you've, like, I know you've walked probably a bit late. You were on a bender last night. The Polynex hacks happened. It's uh, 125 million. Uh, Ox uh, froze uh, any fucking activity on the token, blah, blah, blah. So before we get your, like, big opinion, I, I, you might be just catching up. Uh, Brian, do you want to jump in? You've got your hand up. Yeah, I have a different topic. Um, I, I've been noticing composable finance going shilling Adam to different uh, protocols outside of the Cosmos ecosystem. And I, I think it's very curious um, how they're going. Like they recently approached Compound in the forums trying to get Adam listed and claiming that they, they'll have IBC to, to ETH um, through composable finance. Does anybody know about this or like, not to stop yet, not, not to stop yet, not to stop yet, but this whole thing is the biggest exit liquidity rug in history. And we've been talking about it. I know you haven't been in much recently. You've been popping in, but we've been talking about this for about at least two to two and a half, if not three months. So that's another rabbit hole. Brian, one second. That is another rabbit hole. I'm going to tell you all about this fucking shit with Composable. All it is is exit liquidity, right? Exit liquidity for dot holders. So the parachain auction uh, investors will talk, oh, we've lost Red Eye. He's, he's sometimes got a bad signal, but hopefully he can come back. I mean, I did want to, but Brian, you're right. Let's pivot. I'm game as fuck, dude, because I saw people. Yeah, he's not, he's not talking about dot. Uh, composable finance isn't talking about dot. They're talking about Adam. And how they're going to bring... No, 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 no. People need to cash out dot through Adam. Sorry. You might be... I mean, might be not speaking very well because it's like I've been on for hours. No, no, no. no. I, I hear you. But they're, but they're going to forums to, to compound and other ETH, ETH protocols 
trying to get Adam pushed into these other ETH protocols. I, I'll, I'll post a, a link to the Compound Forum. Um, but they're starting to approach different forums through governance to get Adam listed, claiming that they're the ones that they're going to bridge uh, Adam to ETH and to these uh, Ethereum and L2 protocols. Dude, I'm really composable as far as I could throw them. Like, literally, they just give me so much freaky fucking vibes. I can't even look at fucking composable finance. I'm sorry, like, can't. I can't even fucking think about them. It's strange. I mean, I know this is like a decentralized protocol and community and token and everything like that. But like, effectively, it's like they're claim like it's like anybody can claim Cosmos, right? And anybody can claim Adam. Like, I could just like start claiming like, hey, hey, I'm gonna get Adam listed on all of these other you know DeFi protocols on Compound and Aave and perpetual markets in in the ETH system. It's very strange. The trick, the trick of a good rug pull is to pull, pull slow, as Finn said on his last rap, right? That's the trick. I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> what, amazing. you've got to be very careful. Oh, Finn's lyric, like, the trick of a good rug pull is to pull slow, like, really clever in life. I'll tell you what, I mean, Fon's down there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I did say this on an unrecorded, like, some very small shit talking space, like, the other week. Finn, honestly, we're on Finn's case to like write a rap for fun. Like, we're like, come on, man, just give this guy some like proper acoustic shit to just like hammer out. Like, and honestly, like, that would be the greatest for us. We would fucking retire. Like, literally, I can't even imagine the smell. The smell in people's houses will be disgusting. They'd be leaving. They'd be evacuating worse than the fucking Gaza Strip, wouldn't they? Like, that would be ridiculous. Honest to God, the day if we see, like, I've been saying this all fucking night, man. The day we see musicians, or like Empress, like V, fucking like Vaughn, like uh, Mella B, we see them like migrating and coming over and like using some of the Cosmos stack and some of the tech and blah, 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 and being in control of every aspect of what they do from like royalties to fucking, uh, to actually minting, blah, 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 when they figure out it's not that difficult, it's quite fucking simple. If a no-code pleb like me can do it, anybody can fucking do it. But man, the day we see some of these gangsters, particularly at the minute, my favourite fucking musicians, I like, I love David, David's class, uh, Maxwell, who holds the spaces, the fuck there, the, the fuck, the fuck, the fuck, this kid, I love him. Thorn, Mella B, uh, Empress, there's a few others as well. There's a few really cool guys like Rocky and that in the ecosystem. But honest to God, you just want to be like uh, branching out, you know? If you listen to this space and you're like just being like hovering around in the cosmos and that, whatever, man, you just need to get out there and you just need to fucking just touch base with some other cultures and crews and realize like the, 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 the work ethic is outstanding, first of all. That's my first clarification of like what I think about people is like the work ethic, yeah? Secondly, though, the, the creative aspect, because I'm not creative, so I'm a pleb, so I'm like, oh, anyone creative, I'm like looking at them like, okay, wow. Like, obviously, you know, I've listened to enough music in my time. I'm like, you know, 50. I grew up on fucking shit. I grew up on Bon Jovi and shit, you know. By 13, I was fucking obsessed with Pink Floyd and that. The Beatles, blah, blah, blah. My mum was a singer in a band. I grew up on this shit. What we're seeing now is just for phenomenal i've been in some spaces uh these did one last week i think it's called uh, it's like pimp but i think it's uh 
it's P. You'll have to go. I think it's Mela B on a Thursday or something. You'll have to go there, guy. Uh, M E L E Mela, then like a capital B. I will tell you a story about this girl. No, not for like nearly two years. Her music for nearly two years is unbelievable. Really clever person as well. Like they do this pimp show, I think it's every uh, Thursday. It's every Thursday, I think. Like, I don't know, whatever time you'll have to go and find it. The P Y P Y M P pimp. Uh, what is it? Uh, something. It's like uh, it's pimp. pump. It's pimp. Your... Robo. It's uh, it's pimp radio. It's plug your music, please. Um, and really, we've we've adjusted it to musings because uh, we also, if you've got poetry or, or something else to share like that, we're happy to have that too. Every Wednesday night, eight thirty EST. Bro, how much did I have to talk about you to get you up in the speaker role? I mean, come on, I dude, know, I know, but I don't want to get your hopes up because it's it's early. Dude, it's no, 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 dude, we're not. Dude, wait a minute. We're not the. We're, what, what else? When I first got you on the first official space, I said to you, "Hey, you're not the monkey that bangs the tambourines together." And do you remember the the tambourine, the monkey with the tambourine conversation? Hey, Robo's not that right. What I'm gonna say is, the spaces with you and Maxwell, the fuck the fud. That is where people need to be. That is an insane. Maxwell is so clever, fun, so fucking right on the money. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy those. I'm I'm not I don't always make those because like just sometimes middle of the day stuff, like if I spend my whole day on spaces, I get literally nothing else done. Um so sometimes I gotta take a break in the middle of the day. But yeah, um Max, uh, I met him in Michigan when we were there for the Sheba Fest event. And uh yeah, Max Max is awesome. I love his space and definitely like we get a few people in there and we start tossing ideas around and all of a sudden the conversation gets really deep. So I, I definitely think people would enjoy that. Bro, there's not many ever spaces I reach out to Finn for. Like, I'm like, I have to shout out Finn. I know he's not here, but I'm going to say he's obviously the archive of the editor. Uh, you know, we can't rely on things like X or we've seen what happened with Liam. Uh, you don't know Liam, but our, our guy got uh, nuked off YouTube quite a big channel, blah, blah. You can't rely on, like, you know, Web2 platforms. I'm really happy that, like I said to Finn, Finn, this space is class, like, this should be, like, oh, like you should definitely have this in the light. And he listened, like, once, and he's like, bro, consider it done. I really like the fact that, like, like, you know, like, he's going out his way, he's putting effort in. You know why? You're building culture, fun. Culture is upstream of governance. All this shit, everything we hear, everything we've been talking about tonight, about, you know, the, the problems with three, the governance, blah, blah. As long as we keep building culture, we'll be the winners at the end of the day. Not that we want, don't want everyone to be winners, but there's going to be a point where we'll be the last one standing for, I'm telling you. And by the way, your new single, like, you like, dude, that, like, drop you did. It was, that was on the Pim Show last week. Holy fuck. I thought brown eyes was good. This is like a legit as fuck. Bro. Well, um, wait, wait till you hear the the version that I'm going to release that I did with my producer. Um, it's uh, it's super fire. Actually, I'm getting ready to announce it here this week. Um, I'm just I'm trying to like I, I don't want to launch it during a time when gas is like absurd because on ETH right now gas has just been through the roof because of course everything's pumping 
Um, so like I've got a free claim going out to the people who've got brown eyes and I don't want that free claim to cost them 20, 30, $40 in gas. Like that would just be ridiculous. So I might delay the drop. Originally the plan was to drop it around my birthday, the middle of this month. Um, I might delay it till the end and see if we can get, you know, gas to kind of stabilize a little bit, but, uh, it also just may be what it is, right? We're, we're, it feels like we're heading into a bull and uh i remember the bull market i mean back in 21 and 20 end of 20 end of, into 22 and uh it was bad like gas was just always terrible so gonna gonna figure it out dude it's your birthday it's your birthday coming up yeah i mean i will talk about the gas in a second but it's your birthday coming up is it yeah the 18th yeah oh bro you know what i'm gonna you're gonna have to just jump in for 30 seconds on a rack of them space so i can wish you a happy birthday in thai because over here it's become like an ob- obligatory like thing where like i have to like wish everybody like a uh, happy birthday in thai because like happy birthday in thai sounds quite weird and everybody always laughs but i'll deal with everybody so you're gonna have to come along and just say hello on your birthday bro but that fucking drop you did and actually bro I might be late to the show or something sometimes because I'm working, you know, it's like a morning for me and I'm sometimes working. Dude, what's that theme song? You've done a theme song to the pimp show. Why am I just hearing that like last week? What the fuck's going on, dude? I mean, well, to, be, to, to be fair, it's it's just another it's just another cover. Um, it's uh, I do uh, 50 cents PIMP, but I change all the PIMPs to PYMP. And uh, yeah, that that's become kind of our theme song for the show. Dude, I was also, I've got a bone to pick with you. I was also on a space uh, randomly really late, I think. I think it was on the alt account or something as well. But where you did like a new Eminem cover. So I was listening to you on a space about uh, probably about two, two and a half, maybe three weeks ago. And then you were like, oh, well, I've just started doing this like new cover. And you were like, I did it once on like this little space with, like, I can't remember who you said. And then this was on like a decent one as well. I can't remember whose space it I was. Think I, know, I think I know which one you're talking about. I think. Yeah, I mean, I do. Where have you been hiding that? You motherfucker. Uh, I, mean, I literally just learned it the, the day before I played it on the Kong radio space. Um, I think that was, that was Purple Pills with uh, D12. I'm pretty sure that that's the one you're talking about. But I've also been doing like I've been pulling out Haley's song every once in a while. Um, and then I've been I've been messing with. Uh, oh, God, I forget the name of the other one. I've been messing with a few, you know, you, well, you know, what, what, about, what about sing? What about sing for the moment? Uh, I didn't know what it is about that, like Beretta line, like that was our business, like. I just think like the 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 obviously the I mean I don't know how you put this shit together. You're fucking amazing. I'm not a musician, but I just think like I think of the song how like obviously Eminem needed help to do all the parts. You know, like he does on a lot of songs. Obviously, Rihanna died or whatever. I just think like yeah, in the whole thing like sing for the moment could be like oh holy fuck, you could murder that motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, every every day I'm trying to pick up at least a new one or every week, I guess I shouldn't say every day because that's definitely not true. Um, yeah, every week I'm trying to pick up something new because, you know, it's like I, I want the catalog to keep growing. Um, but I've also I've just been uh, I've been hella focused on getting this release done. You know, originally I had this this next drop ready. It, it had already gone to mastering and come back. 
And then after I dropped Brown Eyes and I kind of listened to that a lot, I like went back to this one. I was like, nah, it's not ready. This can't be the next drop. Um, you know, it's gotta be, it's gotta be on a higher level if it's gonna, if it's gonna come out after this. So we uh, took it back to the producer and uh, added a few things and now I'm really happy with it, but that's been my focus lately. And then I've got a couple collabs that I'm trying to get finished. And once those get finished, then I'll be able to go back to learning some more covers. Yeah, I mean, talking about collabs, uh, so Chantel, I mean, Finn, I mean, uh, Vaughn, you're in the limelight. I nearly called you Finn there, didn't I? Like a fucking pleb. Uh, you've been in the limelight. I'm not saying you've been in the limelight, but uh, like you do, you're hanging around with people like Chantel. You're like rubbing shoulders with fucking Roy. Like, dude, you're what's happening since like I first ever met you, man. I can't, dude, I am fucking pumped on. Hondu, tell you what, bring out a token. I'm all in. I want to be a seed investor. Let's fucking go. <laughs> you're killing it, bro, though. I'm not licking your ass. You're killing it, though. No, I appreciate you. Yeah, actually, um, I mean, I've, I've, I've got pretty close with Chantel kind of from the early onset of when we met because she just, she really vibed with the way I write. Um, and so like, we don't have anything official coming out, but there's, there's been some discussions in the background. Um, so like there may be a collab there in the future here. And, uh, and she kind of helped me dial in another song that I did for the, uh, Sheba Sequoia forest project. Um, and yeah, I mean, bro, I'm, I feel super fortunate. I, I don't know how I woke up one day and, and ended up here. And, you know, I look back and I'm like, man, if I hadn't gotten into NFTs when I did, you know, I probably wouldn't have accidentally stumbled into the music spaces. And then, you know, somebody wouldn't have been like, oh, you play music. And then here I am playing every day. So, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of wild and you know, meeting guys like Tony Dofat and Fred Frenchie and, and that kind of stuff is, is, is wild. And having them show up in our spaces sometimes, I'm just, I'm just like, man, what, what did we do to get here? But yeah, just trying to keep eye on the prize and, and keep pushing forward. Well, on that point, I would say two things. I would say, guys, if you go back to, I think, round about April, we did like a double show. Uh, it's the day that we did the check. Uh, everybody knows like check network check protocol sorry uh that's the day we did like a double header and obviously like fondue came on i mean he played nine tracks i'll go I'll grab it in a minute and put it in the nest he did play nine tracks and he did play like an early like a brown eyes before it was released and i will say though you need to listen to the interview because actually sometimes i'm gonna say this about like fun you know on these spaces like, I love the spaces where he's talking far more than he's playing. But there are spaces where they're just like, would rather he played like more than he talked. And it's like really weird. Uh, but I'll grab that space. It's like two and a half hours long. It's so funny. It's so fucking good. And like, Finn and that, like, Finn and them, it was like Finn's in rap. Obviously, he's producing. Like, he didn't even know. Like, I probably surprised everybody. And then they're all like in the group chat, like, fuck, Robbo. Like, what the fuck? But anyway. How's uh, how's Kong? Is he doing? I bet he's fucking huge now, is he? Cheech, yeah, he's he's got to be. Oh, uh, Cheech, sorry, Cheech. I uh, was right. Sorry. Well, because it because Cheech and Kong was the uh, is all the uh, the social media stuff for him, and that's his little toy gorilla. Um, 
Uh, he's great. He's uh, he's actually settling in the last week or so. Uh, about the last month before this, he's been kind of really on one and uh, been quite the handful. Um, we dealt with a little bit of food aggression. Have you got his stuff. balls off yet? Have you got his balls off? No, 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 no. He can't. So until at least he's two years old, like our deal with the breeder is that we won't fix him until then because of growth issues. Um, so like we're, you know, we there's a better than good chance that he keeps him his whole life because most of these dogs settle in after about 15 months and then they're fine. Um, he hasn't been like aggressive though. He's just, he had some food aggression stuff that happened because of the way we were feeding him and we changed that and he's been doing really good. Um, I think he's somewhere in the neighborhood of like 125 to 135 pounds right now. He's, he's only, uh, he's not even nine months old yet. Um, so yeah, it's uh he's growing fast. He's he's fucking huge. Dude. Honestly, so for anybody listening in, coming in late and shout out Jack. Jack's I'll tell you what good fun of uh Rack FM is Jack. And if he wants to come up, uh, we'll 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 pivot and we'll we'll go there. Uh I'm gonna say he's uh <laughs> Fon's got a, a Kano. Well, uh, there's different pronunciations, a Kano Caso is what I would call him. Uh an Italian master. So no, 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 no. He's a he's a South African mastiff. Oh, sorry, you know that's right, that's right. So he's a bull bull. He's a bull bull. Dude, fuck! I fucked that up, didn't I? You know why? Because great fun. Another good good friend. Pretty much the same time as you. Just got a Kano Castle, and I'm in the DM. So now that's right. Because my mate back in there, Edinburgh's got a bull bull. You've got this like South African shepherd dog, haven't you? That's what the boar bull is for people that don't know. It's a ridiculous, gigantic fucking dog, right? Yeah, I mean, no, it's it's massive family, but it's just this this South African version. I just pinned his uh, his social account up top, um, and there's there's a couple of videos in there that we've posted of him. Um, but yeah, he's uh, bro, he's he's definitely a beast of a dog. He he towers over our whole neighborhood right now. <laughs> and uh and he's not even close to being done growing so he's at his current trajectory i would be shocked if he didn't get over 200 um i'm really trying desperately to not let him get there because like long-term health wise if i can keep him under 200 he's more likely to live that you know 12 13 years um once he gets over 200 his lifespan gets cut down pretty quickly and he's probably gonna yeah for several reasons all right for several reasons, yeah. The the pressure that's put on there, like uh, like what we would call their our joints, elbows. yeah, Hips. their joints, yeah, 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 yeah. the weight, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's already they grow so fast. You know, this is the thing too. Like, I have to be really careful with him right now because his growth plate isn't going to fuse until he's about like thirteen months. And so, like, I have to be really cautious with him. He likes to, like, run around and slip around on the floor in the kitchen. And, you know, that's how some bad injuries happen. So, you know, it's a I, I always tell people 10 out of 10 don't recommend for most people. If you don't have time to uh, to put the training in and you don't have time to, to manage it, it's not the kind of dog you want to get because uh, they are a lot of work. Dude, you're talking about the injuries then, and not that you just give me like a flashback. When I was about eleven or twelve, right? Me, uh, me uncle had like a red stuffy Staffordshire uh, Bull Terrier. Beautiful dogs, by the way. Unbelievably, the greatest family dog I've ever seen in my life. Regardless of what people is going to tell you, like literally, top of Labrador, Golden Retriever, 
I've never seen any family dog like a staff. Like with multitudes of kids across generations and shit, they're unbelievable. Like, but uh, my uncle had there uh, this beautiful red one. And it, uh, what he did is he got the laminated florin and Obviously, the dog, I don't know what happened or whatever, wasn't used to it. He used to have carpet and stuff. And then, like, you know, when we, when people were upgrading in the 80s and that, right? Like, you know, you got a bit of money. You got the wooden flooring, didn't you? Sure enough, right? People didn't realise how cold England was. Oh, I'll get wooden flooring. Oh, I live in fucking minus two degree weather. Like, oh, fuck. But uh, his dog jumped off the fucking couch and, like, kind of, like, just, like, slipped when they landed on the uh, wooden flooring. And the staffy isn't, like, that big if you actually look at the size, the weight. The kind of weight to a muscle, because of the muscle density, the weight to size ratio is decent for any dog. But, like, basically, he snapped his front two legs. So that's the only memory I've got for, like, from what you're talking about is like how careful you have to be with like joints and stuff. I mean, I'm not going to, and I say there's people in the room uh, and shout out, like I said, shout out, Jack, if you want to come up and you want to talk, Jack, where, hey, you know, the public square, right? Nobody rules us, Jack. We, we know what's been going on. We've seen the comments. We've seen everything else. You're more than welcome. The forum's here. Nobody's going to judge anybody. You've got a voice. You've got, you're like everybody else. And yeah, you're a shareholder in Rack FM. But Tank's got uh, two pit bulls. I've got five fucking bangos, which are like some of the most dangerous things on earth. But Tank knows what it's like, like dealing with like like dogs. I heard you talking about you've had a bit of pushback. I have to say this like fun. You know, with dogs, you have to be such a strong leader. You yeah. can't give any there. You have to security first. Oh, is that Jack? Was that Jack? Yeah, was it? it is. I said with dogs, you got to be leader of the pack. I've got a uh, German Shepherd cattle dog mix who's highly energetic. Anyway, uh, GM, just here to share some good vibes. I got to jump. Jack, you know something, Jack, very quickly. German Shepherds are probably like literally the alpha breed on planet Earth. Like they are yeah. like, there's not a better breed than a German yeah. Shepherd. Are. They are the alpha. I, I, I grew up with a German Shepherd mix. It was like, the one I grew up with was a German Shepherd lab mix. And he was about like 80 pounds bigger. Um, this one's like a German Shepherd Border Collie cattle dog mix. And she's like 50 pounds. She is extremely alpha, but just a great family dog too. Um, yeah. it's I, I Anyway, shout out dogs. Dogs fucking rock. So, so before, before you start, before you start, and uh, fun, by the way, this is like one of the main guys uh, working on IBC, uh, IBC Go. He's responsible for, like, well, he's not solely responsible, but he's one of the major architects of IBC uh, infrastructure, right? And that can't be refuted. Right, Jack, listen to what I'm about to say. I'm going to give you an intro and shut the fuck up. Jacob is going to come on at 8 o'clock, three and a half hours ago, about two hours before the show. He DM'd us and said, I ate someone's weed cookie. I might be not very well soon, so I might be not on the show, but he was going to come on and expose all sorts of shit. We all saw Reese's comment about two days ago, maybe three days ago. Uh, obviously, we knew exactly where that was aimed. I mean, none of us are fucking stupid, Jack. Right? We're all really highly intelligent when it comes to what's going on. And we don't expect you to be this like tattletale or he said, he said, she said, 
the core root of the problem that notional are talking about, and I'm going to use notional for Tank's benefit. Oh, well, actually, we'll bring Tank in before we go to Jack Free's overall synopsis. And you know, I, I, gotta, I gotta run. I gotta call now. So if if you want me to answer something, I gotta do it. Like right, go go Jack, go go. Yeah, what's happening? Come on. Yeah, go. I mean, you know, my my right my view on Jacob is that he's a self promoter, and he's trying to scare people into doing what he wants them to do. He's been, you know, doing a lot of agitation, pressuring a number of folks, altering screenshots and text messages, and doing everything he can to make Notional more influential in the ecosystem. And this narrative that he's pushing is effectively false. You know, yeah, are there performance issues with the core software? Yeah, we've known about them for a very long time. It's not a simple fix. It's not why. Right, Jack, why? Why is it not a simple fix? Why is it not been addressed? If you've known about the vulnerabilities for a long time, why has it not been addressed so far? Yeah, I mean, look, you know, the the line between performance issues and vulnerabilities is like it's a kind of fuzzy, and the P two P stuff. There's been multiple attempts to refactor Tendermint's P two P that have failed. And it's because there's like a lot of cruft in the old Tendermint code base. This is why my team started working on Gordian uh, so that we could have a performant version of Tendermint consensus. It's just, it's a much more complex conversation than Jacob's trying to make it out to be. And in his narrative, he's the hero who discovered all of this stuff. And there's a bunch of capital V villains like Strange Love and Amulet and Informal who are trying to, to hold him down. And that's just frankly not true. You know, I taught Jacob everything he knows about Cosmos in a lot of ways. And we, as a community, core team community, have been very welcoming to him. However, he's been aggressive and rude the entire time. And recently, with the threats he's been making, we can't kind of continue to work with him. So I think that he's really struggling with feeling like nobody wants to listen to him. But it's it's all, frankly, Jacob's fault. Anyway. How, how would you refute, Jack? Very, I know you're going to say a call very quickly. If I can, we just get one last question from you, or oh, one answer. How would you refute his statement yesterday when he said publicly on Space, "I think Jay was right all along." What would you respond to that? I know you're going to respond to him directly, but that's what he said yesterday. So, no, no, he said, "I think Jay Kwan was right all along." So, what what would you say to that? I'd say that I, you know. I, I laughed. That's my response. Anyway, um, did. yeah, did, did. it's uh, I'm trying, you know, look, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Coming. You guys have a good one. Thank you. I'll see you soon. No, anytime, anytime, Jack. Like, oh, we, he, he jumped straight away, but I, and I had another call. But I'm gonna say, like, I'd rather devs, like devs that were like in charge at like the real top end, come in and talk like this. We can ask them those kind of questions. I didn't mug them off. I didn't mug you off the audience. Like, I'm just like, what do you think about this? This is what he said. So, Tank, actually, that was for you. Because if anyone's going to question any patronage or whatever, we're taking the money and we're doing what we want. Hey, you got your hand up, brother. Go ahead. No, yeah, good job. Good job, man. Uh, I love the direct, uh, to-the-point questions and just get at it, right? Uh, and, you know, to be very fair, he's always been very um, willing to come up here one of the very few ones, but very willing to come up here and just 
share his thoughts and opinions and his perspective uh, in his position uh, in the situation. So good for you for always asking those questions, man. I'm glad. Uh, I just wanted to tell him, uh, I, you know, meeting Reese, what a great find for him and Strange Love. Like, regardless, like, right, I got to speak with Reese firsthand, meet him, shake hands, uh, give him a hug, take a picture and all this other stuff uh, at, at FT Nashville. Uh, and the guy's a class act, man. The guy's fucking, he's, you know, what a developer! What what a what an individual! What a big no player. no! But you you slightly doubted you slightly doubted our uh, maybe not methods, but you were like, oh, say this well said. We as a collective is advertising against as a public square. We can't question your funder methods, but you as a community member can fucking question ours. And I hope we've just fucking answered them right there. Oh no, definitely no, but you yeah, I mean it's it's everyday, right? Like I say this even for myself, it's an everyday thing, especially when you have a benefactor, you have a supporter. Um, it doesn't have to be Jacob, but anybody, right? Like it I'm gonna be very real. Like it, it always kind of it takes the it no, takes but the reality out of it. So it's it's a very tight rope that you always have to walk in Rock FM. Like I just said, always has. No, no, no. I said that earlier when I first talking. No, no, no. We don't have to do it. We don't have to walk the tight rope. You think we might have to, but we don't. We were, I've uh, just said to Jack, Jacob make a fucking weed cookie, didn't come on the show and said this and said that. Now tell us where fucking favoritism towards one party or another. Go on, home player. Doesn't happen. Nothing changes, people. But we get paid to sit in seats. We get bums on seats. What do you think we care about? Do you not think I want Ambedo full time on the payroll? People need to get with a fucking programme. We'll take money from anywhere. We ain't giving any favors. But that's what you should expect. That's what Tank expects from us is to be cunts, right, Tank? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, if you, if it, one thing that I absolutely love, like, you're, you've called it out a few times, uh, like the, like the fucking EP said, like, right? We, we take the cash, we take the money for where it comes from, and we're still going to be the same old cunts. Uh, even though it's just so, they're so dirty for us Americans to say that word, <laughs> uh, that we possibly can be. And it is what it is, right? Like, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, good for you guys that you guys say that shit uh, and, you know, and take those shots when when people like Jack uh, come up here and stuff like that. Um, I was just going to say earlier, like, to Jack, uh, regardless, all that other shit aside, like, Reese, what a fine. Like, right? Like, Juno's super, uh, super, super lucky to have him as our lead dev. Strange Love should find themselves, regardless of what anybody's opinion is. Anybody that employs Reese, like, you're getting quality work. Uh, and that's you know, I, like I, the smartest person I've ever met in blockchain. No, no, he's Reese. Is, I've talked to Reese in private. He's on a level that people can't understand. Yeah, like and I just want to say I'm usually super, and it, you know, I'm critical all the time. And so for me to, not that it matters, but like you know, I just I just want to be very transparent about that. Usually, I'm very critical about these individuals. Reese, like getting to meet him, getting to talk, him, getting to work with him uh, on the Juno Work Group, the Juno Charter now, and then. You know, getting to meet him firsthand, what a find! So I, I wanted to take a moment and actually just take tell um, Jack that before he left, but eh, he left. Uh, but good on you for asking those questions, man. It's it's still. Was he wearing you know, sunglasses? Get a minute. Was Reese wearing sunglasses? Because I he love was. Reece. He not not the whole time. It wasn't like he he did have him off for a good portion of it, but he did still have his sunglasses. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It can we be Reese if he didn't have him on? <laughs> Can we reset the room? I mean, shout out. Look at the, pl- like the plebs. I nearly said plebs. I'm u- that used to saying plebs. Look at the chads in the room. I just want to shout out, obviously, the speakers that are up here. But honestly, people like Kitten that's joined us, right? Uh, obviously, Slinks has remained a Alyssa Al's joined us. Chris is in. Jacob's here. 
It's an open mic, guys. We're being fairy kings here. We're being free and easy all night. Uh, fun, have you been enjoying it? I'll tell you what, fun, fun, fun. I honestly, fun, fun, fun. I mean, I'm fucking retarded, aren't I? Is it? But like, fun do, Mr. Colorado, fun do, to give you like your full title. I mean, bro, I have to say, at this moment in time, if you put out a tune, I'd probably end the space, like on that moment. But like, that's knee pressure, and now you're not the monkey with a tambourine. I'm just saying, I listened to some shit the last two weeks with you, motherfucker, and that. You, where you been hiding this shit from me? I've been trying to, every time I get a notification, there's, oh, fondue speaking in this space. I jump in, and you've just finished, and I'm like, <gasps> like half the time I'm working, because you're on the nightly crawl, you, you couldn't, and you're your night owl. And I'm like, night owl, that's appropriate, isn't it? <laughs> your PFP. But I'm like, I mean, just, just wait, uh, like I, so I've been, I've been kind of uh, dialing back my spaces just a little bit right now. Because I know that when we're in like full fledged bull run, um, and we get into next year when I'm gonna start trying to drop an album, like I'm gonna be up at all hours of the day. Um, so don't worry, you'll find you'll find some spaces, I'm sure, in some hours that'll start working for you as we get as we get busier and busier. Um yeah, no, it's still too. I'm. It's freezing right now. It's still very cold in my place. So there, you're not gonna get a song out of me this morning. <laughs> that man said no. I'm keeping my elbows and my Robo. arms in Look, my sweater. <laughs> I mean, you know, you Robo already knows that I will. I will happily always play. Um, but yeah, I'm just. I'm cold. I'm having my coffee. I'm enjoying. I'm. I'm enjoying all the all the banter and, and shit talk. I love that. And, I love that. You know, so, you know, sometimes it's nice. You know, you do, like, even in spaces where I'm not, like, necessarily expected to perform, right? Like, this is what I do. I, I make music. I come on spaces and I play music. So there's kind of a level of expectation I give myself. So sometimes it's nice to be like, ah, you know what? I'm going to just relax for a little while. Dude, like, I love the fact that Finn took your show and I'm like, Finn, take the tracks out. But you know what he did? He left a little, like, 15 seconds or 20 second like little beginning and i love when you do the drill thing and then you're like i know robo like she's m and m then you just get this like holy fuck honest to god bro if i can talk about my favorite like where i got the money if you're gonna say it robo you've hosted rack fm and yet a mere one second bro will bring it in straight away i promise brother if you're gonna say to me robo you've hosted like hundreds and hundreds of hours. And this is just the recorded stuff. The unrecorded, you can 3X what we've done. We're well over like 2,000 hours, right? What are your best shows this year? Well, I mean, I loved uh, Jake, the, the shaman. Jake the shaman. I thought like this guy was just so intelligent, so astute. And I thought, you know, people can see like how wrong they might have had this guy if they've had that like political persuasion. They can hear him. They just talk like rack a family space and be. He was so good. And and then this is not in any particular order. Fawn, Ian Jake, uh, and, and Dove, Do, uh, Dead Right Dove from Kojera. I struggle to like, like find anybody that can put you in the top three of. And then this, I'm talking. Over 90 recorded, probably hitting close to, we've done a 90 recorded, we're probably close to a thousand unrecorded, right? Definitely a good few thousand hours. 
And I have to say, your space. I know, like, I had a bad mic that night, by the way, hot mic, uh, but fucking hell. To, to hear you just say, we'll have to get Robo to shut up. I'm going to have to play another song to help Robo shut up. Like, dude, it was fucking insane. It was so good. No, that was a good time. I mean, it's been, bro, it's been a crazy year. You know, when I when I look back at, at where I entered Twitter spaces, and I, I'll still, I still remember the first day I ever even spoke on a space, and it wasn't even a music-related space. Um, this was still when I wasn't playing. And so it's like, I look back to that, and now I look at, you know, hosting this, co-hosting this uh, pimp radio space with Mela every week, and then, you know, I've got the, a space that we do uh, every Friday. So today, um, with NFT Alk Radio, where we interview all kinds of people in the, in the ecosystem, it's... Uh, it's wild. It's wild. So no, I appreciate how, you. How and... many people? How many people don't even know Mella's beginnings or Mella's roots, right? So for everybody in the room, I'll be really quick. And uh, sorry, fun. I didn't want to interrupt. Amir's got his hand up, and I feel really guilty. When his hands up, I'm like, we have to go at this person. So if anybody knows Kobe, and you should do, if you're in crypto, yeah. When you talk about Mella B, you're gonna talk about Kobe. And you're going to talk about Twitch and you're going to talk about May, I think April or May 2021, when him and Ledger were doing all the Twitch crash, crashes. And I mean, this was like, I was waking up like six, seven in the morning and these kids were just going mental. Like, And if, if anybody knows about uh, Mela B originally playing on Twitch, how Kobe found her, I watched uh, Mela download MetaMask for the first time, which fun. You know, like... If you were watching Mella on a video downloading MetaMask for the first time, you're like, you're an OG, right? How OG is that there, Fon, in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, that's that's up there. Mella has told me this story a number of times, and it's, it, bro, it's crazy how people get brought into the space. Dude, Kobe retweeted me when they did the uh, Mustard guy. So the raised uh, art was an insane amount of money in such a short space of time as well. The guy's kid had, uh, uh, I think it was leukemia or something, right? And man, the hospital treatment, that was really fucking bad. The medical bills, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the insurance was only fucking sorting out so much. And I think, like, within, like, a couple hours, like, they raised, like, 28 fucking grand or something like that. And, like, I, I, re, I retweeted out with a comment. And then Corby, like, retweeted me comment. And I was just like, this is why I'm in Web3. That's why I'm in crypto. I'm not in crypto to fucking make money. Like, I'd just done the best arb of my life, like, a few days before. I made, like, nearly, like, two and a half grand the USD in, like, a couple hours. Like, just arb in between, like, oh, bro, I, I just arb. It was the first arb of my life, like, arb between Binance and Thailand after that. It was when the Chinese mine flooded. End of April 2021, uh, a, Ch um, a Chinese mine flooded. And the bit rate uh, just fucking dipped like fuck. Like, we bombed on that day. It was Sunday morning, 6 o'clock my time. I only got up to the USA. This is why I love, like, things like that. Yeah, you get up to the USA, like, 4 or 5 in the morning, and, like, you find out, like, a Chinese mine's getting flooded and, like, Bitcoin hash rates, like, going down for fun. A lot of people, this is when the China crackdown was and people moved out. Oh, shit, Emir, go. However, I know I need to show up, but I'm just saying, Mella B. No, you can finish. Mella B, shout out. She's an OG of an OG. I've been there from the day one in a basement with her boyfriend on Twitch. She's been through a lot. And these kids are dynamite. Good night, Amir. Sorry, before we get red eye. 
No, don't worry. Uh, fun. Yeah, I heard you sing last week on Friday. Last Friday, actually. It's great music with Platy Mama. But um, I had a question for you. You were speaking about the ETH gas and stuff like this and to reward your your holders. So why not just launch, like uh, reward them on another chain like Stargaze or Polygon or somewhere where they will not be assassinated by gas fees or not assassinated, but pay yeah, high I gas mean, I, I can answer that, no problem. Uh majority of my holders are they spend their time on eth um that's that's just the reality of it it's it's not to say like it that's just creating another hoop for them to jump through right like yeah the gas is going to be cheaper but now they're going to have to go get another wallet they're going to have to go learn another chain they're going to whatever they're doing and most of these people are pretty like eth centric right now and you know i've actually i've talked with rack and robo and all, all these guys about stargazer and there's there's some things that stargazer is going to need to do before i bring myself over to there um just because there's there's ease of access things that have to be in place you know and i look i'm a i originally started on solana solana has fractions of a penny gas fees so like I I really beat myself up about even switching over to ETH when I started dropping things because to me Solana made a lot of sense. But even now, the only options on Soul for dropping music are not quite good enough for what these people expect. The people who are collecting my music, like there's just a certain level of things they expect. Um, now the the good thing is at least with like sound and with the L2 optimism. Um, you know, the gas isn't terrible, terrible, but still like a free claim shouldn't cost you $10 in gas to pick up, you know, like uh, for me, it's like, you know, a free claim is a free claim, right? Like that, that should, shouldn't cost you anything more than, you know, some pennies to, uh, to transfer. So like, yeah, I, you know, it's just right now where my collectors are, I, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep it where it is. And if that means I delay it a little, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that side of it. I also think there will be people that will tell me, oh, don't delay it. I'll, I'll pay the gas and, you know, we'll just deal with it because this is going to be what the market is for the foreseeable future. Um, but I will say, like, as as I go forward, you know, I've got one more drop that's planned after this one coming up uh, that's going to go on sound. And then after that, I'm going to be taking a look at where I'm going to put my album, um, you know, for the sake of cost, for the sake of speed, for everything. Um, and I know at that point, you know, my collectors will, will do whatever they got to do to, to pick that up. Um, but you know, the, the reality is just a lot of the people who are spending the big money on music NFTs, they're over on ETH, you know, it's, it's, it's like a sad reality almost because I don't understand why anybody would want to spend that much on gas. Um, but I think a lot of these people also got into ETH early. So it's maybe not in terms of USD cost, it's maybe not costing them quite as much as somebody who's like just buying ETH now and trying to go in and collect. Um, so, you know, it's like it, that that dollar cost average, I think, comes into play a little bit for a, a number of them. There's definitely some that I know for a fact got into ETH when it was, you know, sub $10. And so like, when you look at it like that, you're like, ah, the the dollar cost average isn't quite as crazy. But yeah, that's all. I'm just trying to keep nah. it where my collectors are. Nah, I, I I totally get you. But uh, since you're the one that's providing your music, you know, you can provide it basically anywhere, and they can make the effort. But but even the gas thing, it's not it's not uh, like people say that eat gas is crazy or something like that. It's it's not it's not it's not cheaper, much cheaper on on Cosmos, anyways, because it's just the atom is six dollars. It's not at two thousand dollars. That's it. 
Yeah, and, exactly. Or Osmolar right, the, the, right. right. The percentage, the percentage is still it's still a little high. Um, you know, this is something that all these chains are going to have to reckon with. And, you know, I, I, with time, I know we're going to see all the solutions come out and I do agree with you to some level. Um, you know, for me, it's like, this was brown eyes was the first drop that I did. I've, I'm like coming back to music after six years of not creating anything. Um, so I've been really trying to go path of least resistance and it kind of just, had, I mean, shit, if I really want to, <laughs> most of the people who supported me in the early days are not even crypto people. They were just, you know, they were AMC investors and they were the ones who gave me the first platform to play all my music. And it's, it's an arm and a leg to even get them to purchase anything outside of it. Cause they're in like the traditional mindset of like, Oh, is your stuff on Spotify? And it's like, no, no, I'm not going to put it there, at least not in the foreseeable future. You know, maybe one day it'll end up there. But especially now, like as things start to change, you know, change for the worse, really for the creators on Spotify, it's like, no, I'm not going to put it there. Like I'm here. I'm here to build a real fan base based on the value that I'm bringing and the work that I'm putting in. And if you're not a person who wants to spend that money to support that journey, that's okay. Like it's, it's all right, but that's not who I'm catering to. You know, I'm not going to cater to the freemium model. Like, you know, it, it takes a lot of time, costs a lot of money, and, and there's a lot of energy output to produce songs at the level that I'm trying to produce them and to write and, and create at the level I'm trying to create at. So uh, I've just now, you know, I did the I did the go around and play for experience kind of thing for many years. Uh, I I did the no money making music scene for a long time, and that was a lot of what made me leave it. And so now the opportunity to rebuild in a way that is like does make sense for me as an artist. And I mean, I'm you know I'm well past my 30s at this point. So like it's it's like no, I'm not I, I'm not trying to waste any time. There's a lot of things I could be doing, and you know, so to do this, it has to make sense. Great, thank you very much. Hey, have a good evening, everyone. Hello. See you. Soon. Wait a minute. Thanks. I love that. I love that answer though. Like I tell you what, I have taught a form personally and publicly, and I have to say, honest to God. Dude, your morals, your ethics, what you believe in, where, where you stand, your journey. You can't, like, literally, you will be a fucking mug if you, like, you kind of stand up and, like, respect someone who's like, that's where I stand. That's my line in the sand. You know, you're not Fidel Castro, right? That's a line in the sand. Then 10 feet back. No, that's a new line in the sand. You're like, hey, that's a line in the sand. And I ain't moving, bro. And I love that about you. I love that. And that's why you're going to be successful. I really think, uh, and I'm not shitting you, and I'm not fucking blowing them off in public, but your man's definitely, definitely one of the top 10 web. And I said 10 there, by the way. Did you listen to your plebs? One of the top 10 Web3 musicians. It's like, because the thing is, <clears throat> out, output is, is a really important thing. And uh, I, I, Red Eye and Tanks here again, the businessmen, the corporate fellas. You know, output is really important uh, with what they do, uh, right? How often are they out there getting the voice heard, blah, blah, blah. 
if because they haven't got a marketing team, they're doing it themselves, and the music speaks for itself, right? Uh, like your man said, uh, there's a lot of things to digest. Actually, there, there's other stuff I could go into, but I didn't want to ramble because Tank will stop me. Tank, do you want to go before Red Eye or, or this? <laughs> no, brother, I love you to death. You know, I love you to death. I'm... <laughs> yeah, just Dude, like, of, course, of course, of course. Wait, there's only us can have this kind of banter, isn't there? Like, there's only us at this level can like know how we can just rip into each other sometimes, bro. And it's all good fun, right? Yep, yep. Uh, go ahead, Red Eye. You can go first, man. Oh no, I just uh, I was so excited to talk when Brian was up here earlier, and I looked at my calendar. I was like, "Fuck, I'm five minutes late to a meeting right now," so uh, I had to leave. Unfortunately, sorry for the. The, the brief exit. Brian, was- Brian's a funny one. Brian's a funny one, isn't he? I mean... Oh, dude, I love it. He was speaking my language. I was ready to fucking go in talking about risk and reward like, oh, dude, yeah. We're... I mean, he's talking... He's talking about unpriced uh, externalities and it's something that the, the the market that is made up by participant, like, users is super shit at... Uh, pricing in or, or understanding how to price that in. And uh, I posted something maybe a month ago and I was just like, these are the things that I mean when I'm talking about unpriced externality. It's like bridge risk, smart contract risk, regulatory risk, all of these things people don't really think about. Um, and, you know, I think people should think about them when, before they enter into any sort of DeFi opportunity, right? Um, there's risk. There's risk everywhere, and you got to measure it. But I apologize for the noise. I'm not going to lie. I've been on this fucking space for hours. I am on the toilet right now. If you can hear the fan, but I am sitting down for number one, number two. Right, dude. So what about this Polynex hack? I mean, it's hundred. It was 125 million when I last looked. I'm fucking scared to look any further. But right, uh, oxen or. or uh, uh, cash tag OX uh, froze any fucking movement of anything I mean where do we go Red Eye because that's where I fucking wanted you to speak up on earlier you, you were there you heard what I'm talking about and yeah, yeah, yeah 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 uh, and it's I'm I'm torn man because you see, know, part of see, it see like, you're, you're a privacy maxi and you're torn I'm not yeah, even at your, your level and I'm torn right yeah, it's it's okay. The reason I'm torn is because at the end of the day, I want any user um, to to be able to 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 feel secure whenever they're using uh, an application. Now, that feeling of security, the feeling of security, I don't know what what uh, contributes to that more. Is it that you know that an application can do nothing to help you if something goes wrong? But that also means that they can't do anything to fuck with your uh, positions or or do anything that is, you know, not um, chosen by you. Or does it make you feel more secure knowing that, you know, they can do things to halt functionality, but it means that when, you know, when uh, things go sideways, you are end up in a in a better position. Right. and I think I, I don't know where the line is. I I think this is a spectrum thing, and just like with privacy, just like with decentralization, uh, you're going to have maxis, and then you're going to have 
I don't know if there's a term for the other side of that minis, uh, but you know, there are going to be people who feel more comfortable at different parts of the spectrum. I personally, I, I think, uh, being able to freeze these things through a consensus mechanism is probably your best bet where you can have some sort of expedited governance or you have a portion of your governance that, uh, your, your governance structure that is, um, specifically meant to empower to handle these emergency edge cases where they have like extremely specifically like extremely scoped responsibilities. Um, and you know, maybe, maybe through the governance, um, you still have to have quorum and, and, uh, you know, input from your, uh, stakeholders. That being said, you know, in the case of an exploit, every minute counts, right? So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't have a clean answer for this, but uh, I'm glad to hear that. I, I'm glad to hear that there was a resolution. I haven't heard anything from holders of Ox. Uh, I don't hold Ox, um, but. Yeah, I don't know if I gave you any clarity on my stance there. It's an interesting, no, no, it's an interesting discussion, actually, isn't it? Because actually, I saw a tweet like about fucking 20 minutes before the show started, like four hours ago. And it was like, good old, like someone obviously fucking trolling was like, good old decentralization wins again. And I think for me, as a me, you know what? Okay. I, I, if words were a meme, wait a minute, if, wait a minute, Red Eye, if words were a meme, that would sum it up. Right? You have to watch Doom, me and you talk, you've got a hot mic. Uh, mm. Watch that one. Yeah, 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 there you go. I get bad feedback from you sometimes. Dude. I'm just saying, listen, if words were a meme, that would be the fucking meme. Good old decentralization works again. And I think we all need to fucking actually like wake up and remember this to like a certain like degree. Like we've got hands up. I kind of remember who was first. Uh, Red Eye, finish off, and then we'll bring the hands. Yeah, I, I think um, I think at our current stage, uh, it is probably if you can tie these these halts to some sort of consensus mechanism. I think it's probably better than the alternative. Purely because we do not have a way for users to, like, no good way for users to uh, ensure their positions, right? Protocols and the people who audit uh, smart contracts, like, they're not backing up their, uh, well, most of them are not backing up their, any losses that could happen as, as a result of an exploit uh, with, with some funds. Maybe if you're, like, really seasoned. And you have like a huge VC backing who's willing, or like you have someone like Jump Capital who's willing to you know hop in and uh, put up money to fix your bridge hack. Uh, but until we, if we have insurance protocols like decentralized insurance protocols that are you know have some decent level of proof that they work and can provide this sort of uh, decentralized underwriting of risk, at that point, then I would say it's on the user. Um, it's uh, it's not. I, I would say it's probably not a good idea to be able to have these things stopped, especially if it's not 
through some sort of consensus mechanism. Fair play, fair play. And very quickly, we'll go to the hands. Now, I'm going to be honest, guys. I've been putting the Gucci on, the Gucci tracksuit, so I'm about to go out. I'm about to walk the shop, and I don't go out the house unless I'm in Gucci. I don't know who had the hands up. I know Fawn is a lot I, more concise. I'm just, here. I'm just trying... I'm just chiming because I, I got to hop out of here, Robo. Um, so I just wanted to say thanks for having me. And, uh, and yeah, I appreciate you guys. And I'll definitely, I'll be back again. Oh, fun, fun. Before you go, can I say you fucking lovely you? You know, the crew love you the bits, didn't you? It's like, honestly, we'll proper support you. Like, dude, you've got a lot of backing from people you don't even know. Where, like, uh, But I remember when I first met you, well, listen to this. Bro, you family, man. Yeah, fucking blood family, you, yeah, cunt. Are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. I appreciate you, man. All right, you guys have a good rest of your day. I'll catch you later. No worries. No worries. Take care, bro. Oh, I love fun. Do you know something? Uh, I can imagine Robbo ringing him in five years, like, because of the favors we're doing him. Mr. Fonju, Mr. Churchill will be in touch now. Sorry, well, in a couple of days, we have a job for you. Now get out the hole, yeah, Tinker. Let's get in the hands anyway. I'll stop doing fucking stinky blinder impressions. Air Tank, come on, son. Come on, fun's lovely, isn't he? Go on, Tank. No, no, no. I just kind of want to, if, if I remember what I was going to say, um, to build on, you know, what we were talking about earlier and to build on uh, Red Eyes um, speaking points. Like, it's funny when you, when, you, when you ask yourself, like, what is most important? Decentralization and all this other stuff, like, I think I think the line, um, for me at least, always falls on the percent uh, financially uh, in in the conversation because I know I give two shits about the conversation if I only invested five dollars, but if I invested five hundred, if I invested five thousand, if I invested five hundred thousand, I gives a lot of shits about either one of those, right? Depending on what's happening, like. Um, I don't know. I think I think uh, I think it's kind of a facade that a lot of people get caught up into. Or like, maybe not a facade. It, it's a um, it's a shiny object that people get fixated on. The discussion of uh, decentralization, uh, and you know whether they meme it or not, it's just kind of like a, a grifty, fun thing to do on so on social media um, because it's not as black and white as people would like it to be and and present it on social media, right? It's very, very nuanced. It's 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 a lot of shades of gray. Uh and they're both equally important in my humble opinion. Like I to to go on to what Red Eye was saying, kind of like the idea of it being a little centralized. Like I want uh, you know, some level of a security blanket to where if some weird fucking shit happens, like we can halt the chain, we can halt shit and like fix the boat right then and there. Uh because again, time is uh, important and time is money. Uh, and you know, when things like that happen, dude, dude, can I make a confession? Can I make a quick confession? If I wasn't yeah. for Binance, if it wasn't for Binance, I would not be able to on board or off board any money into crypto. My two fucking Thai exchanges, there's only three, and the other fucker doesn't take foreigners. My two Thai exchanges basically just fucking cut me fucking lifeline. Not like I was tweeting about this how long ago. And honestly, I've got to tell you all, guys, Binance, like Peter P, so what a lot of you might not understand is, is that the last time I was able to, say, put money on Binance through, like, me debit card or credit card or account, right, or whatever, whichever account it is, was, I think, probably fucking hell, 
round about maybe August, uh, July or August 2021. So like the like the Thai government, the regulations ban is like, oh, right, okay, bang, you can't use it. However, there's P2P orders sitting open like 24 hours a day. And trust me, these will, like the P2P orders on Binance will sell at 3 fucking a.m., 5 a.m. Like, I'm just going to say, like, I'm not fucking, like, I'm not going to say all centralization, like, is really important. I'm just going to say it at the minute it's, in my no, life. But it's, it's super important. Yeah. It's super important always, right? Depending on your situation at the current moment, which, like I, I was saying earlier, is going to fluctuate uh, in, in your position whenever the conversation arises. Like, you cannot tell me all of these people that have put in value. I don't care if you want to call it fucking whatever you want to call it. Just, just Let's just say value of sorts, right? Financial value, whatever. You can't tell me all these people care about decentralization and they're like, oh, memeing this and memeing that. Let's just say that the situation pops up with the only fucking avenue you have to onboard and off-ramp your bill-paying capabilities because the shit that you need, you can't bill, uh, pay your rent, pay all these other things in most parts of the world just yet with crypto. If that shit gets taken away from you, you're going to be up in arms about that centralized entity. You're going to, that's the most important thing to you at that time, right? If, oh, fuck, if I can't convert it to my, my fiat currency of wherever I'm at, I'm going to throw a fucking fit. I don't even care about privacy. I don't care about any of this shit. I want my $100,000 right fucking now. What are you talking about, right? So it's always dependent on where you are at the moment of the conversation. And it definitely matters on the financial position that you have uh, within that portfolio as well. I give two shits at $5. I gives a lot of shits at $500,000, right? 100%. And like, it's funny because some of the most, uh, like some of the biggest privacy maxis I know are also like huge Binance maxis, uh, because they, they understand the value that, that these things provide. Yeah. You can, I think there's things, I mean, this is definitely true outside of crypto, like things that you like ethical stances you might have, or like things that you might wish are a particular way, but the the reality and and the convenience uh aspect of of it is hard to resist sometimes and and sometimes shall we not talk about shall we not talk about how clever CZ is like shall we not talk about BUSD and the fears and out and shall we not talk about like what where he's moving I mean we had this Tank's gonna hit me right now when I see it. He's probably like the biggest investor in fucking fortune. I didn't want to go there. I don't want to be that guy again, selling the same thing and telling the same story. But CZ, I think in blockchain terms, look what he did to Sam. Ragathem was a year old on Monday. A year ago on Monday is when CZ first made the first ever tweet about FTT, right? Go back and look at like last year, what happened? Look, I know this shit, I did 35 hours with gains at the weekend. So one year ago, uh, tomorrow, my time, obviously it's Friday, early hours of Friday, uh, early hours of Saturday now, isn't it? A year ago, me and gains did like a 35 hour space. Of course, this is fucking etched in my memory. You didn't have gone through that. But, but TV is probably like, I mean, talk about 60 chess, we talked about it earlier. Justin might be pretty good, but that's when it comes to like, you know, getting liquidity out of fucking things with uh, Mexican cartels. I mean, 
If you're betting against CZ, I have to say this, you're just the wrong person. You're not You're not of the same mindset that I am. This guy is just really ahead of the game. Like, I, I can't... Dude, just imagine if, Bin- like, if Binance actually were to, to go down, like, how much that would... I, even if you don't like Binance or CZ, I think it's almost impossible to ignore how much that would fuck up crypto like the, the industry but you know what it did when people say that shit like oh fuck cz fuck binance i'm like <laughs> yeah secretly Dude, you love no, no, the mitigated- you love secretly you love binance because if that shit goes down bro you're fucked like hey you know the mitigated the, the mitigated everything so long ago so when did cz bring the new head of compliance in when did they start pulling back on everything? Look what they've just done in the UK. They've been pulling back on jurisdictions, or whether it's Australia, blah, blah, blah. They've been doing it very, very cleverly, like very instrumentally. Like, I have to say, like, it's, it's got 60 chess. Binance has got 60 chess written all over it. I've got a feeling, a big feeling. 2026 go like into the 2030 ball that CZ is going to pull a fucking surprise on you lot that nobody can expect. I have big beliefs in this. I've been talking about this for like, and that's a conspiracy. He might retire and get himself himself a mega yacht like uh, Jeff Bezos, you know? He might just... No, he's not. He's not. In the Mediterranean. No, nah. nah, he's never going to do that. He's never going to do it. Never. CZ's never going to do it. Ever. Like, so he is like... Pulling the strings behind thought chain. It might be not, but he is. That's all I'm saying. Like the biggest like untalked secret in fucking crypto, isn't it? Everybody fucking really knows what's going on there. No matter who the front men are. We all fucking know, man. Come on. The Binance Labs have fucking founded the cunt man. Twenty twenty five, twenty six. I literally will not give a shit anymore because I will have already made what I need to make and, and whatnot. I'll have my crypto, I'll have my fiat, I'll have my real estate, I'll have my land, I'll have everything that I need by that time and I can just enjoy it. So if in regards to like whatever CZ or Binance or even Justin, like, I don't give a shit. It's good. I think honestly, I think the last opportunity you have in crypto to make super super big you know just on trading like there's other ways to make big money but like super big upside potential it's going to probably be this one this one and and maybe maybe the next but after that no no more no more 50 50 100 upside potential in bitcoin it's going to be slow and steady what about dydx though i'll tell you what if you're not bullish on dydx and just like i'm bullish on shade and silk like that is legit as fuck man i've checked out these guys like you just need to go and figure out what's going on with shit and silk like it's not that popular right not that popular it's not like that well like you know how do i say this like massive like distribution like uh, amongst users there's a fair bit of fucking money on there there's a decent bit like if you saw the red eyes i post earlier about the uh the east i think it's like 17 point something uh percent apr yeah, the uh, like, is actually like 80% right now APR just because we had someone moved like 200 wrapped STETH out of the LPs into our vaults. 
just because we, you know, zero percent interest. Uh, dude, trying to dude, you're as bad. Wait a minute, you're as bad as Bruce. You're really, you're as bad as Bruce. You didn't get the social cues. It wasn't about you. It was about DYDX, but I was just dropping you in to give you like a free trailer. You know what I mean? You're like, I mean, slow down, bro. Slow down. Steady on. Uh, I've been drinking <laughs> coffee all morning. I'm only joking. Oh, all right, shit, all, right, right. all right. I, I, yeah, I, all right. Look, I, I had to. Wait, I just won, Pleb. No, not DYDX. I want to. I do want to talk about DYX. DYDX. I think the coolest project out there. Home Pleb, you've come as a host. Welcome, Chris. I'm going in my local shop to talk to the guy here. Seriously, uh, home Pleb, you're running the my show. My about to die, and I got to go pick up my little one. So I'm not going to be a great co-host. I really just wanted to jump up here and stumble through a minute or two. Uh, and and check and see if that mute button actually worked because it's the first time you invited me up. And, you know, it seems like that's the thing to do in Rack FM is just mute everyone for a minute and take a minute to, like, I don't know, talk over everyone since they're <laughs> muted. Yeah, think about hey, what you've done today. have a great, great freaking day, okay? It's been great hanging out with y'all. Um, I don't get to do it as often as I like. So uh, peace out, everyone. Have a good day. Go flip NFTs. Or actually fucking maybe some crypto since we've got some green and we can make some money on that shit too. Uh, there's only one person who's got the God complex over the mute button. And we all know that's Rama. So let's not even fucking go there with Shoebox. I mean, he'll be in soon. If we mention his name three fucking times, uh, Rama will be in soon. Without further ado, let's welcome there, Chris. Uh, good morning, Chris. I'm about to jump in and pay a bill, so I might be gone for about a minute. What you got, bro? What's happening? Oh, not too much, man. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to see everyone. Hope everyone's having a wonderful start of the weekend. What's up, dude? Uh, I just want to say I'm looking at the DYDX chart. Like, yeah, I love DYDX, but like, if you guys are talking about like investing into it, I'm not. I'm not buying it right now. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way I'm buying this right now. Just off, just off the charts. There's no fucking way. I'm looking at it right now on the daily time frame. I'm using a, the Tether US Binance chart just for reference. Um, and I'm on the daily, like I said. And like, dude, we're, we're at right, right now, basically rejection points in the past back in July of 22, November of 22, an average of support and or rejection throughout basically February of this year to April. And we're still underneath that. Like, there's no fuck, there's no, no fucking, no way. I maybe I would start my dynamic TCA strategy at $1.77 and $1.03 if it gave me that opportunity. But like, or, or maybe if, you know, if you're a breakout trader or if like you're, because it, it's right now sitting on the tittering pot, like if it's going to break above its previous rejection points or whatnot, like maybe you're one of those people. But then that goes into a lot of different conversations. So like, but just to say, just speculating TA, right? Just TA, you don't know nothing about fundamentals or the fuck's happening. Like maybe I would put a small, like a quarter, small feeler buy position here to see if it breaks out from this point and never comes back from it. But man, nah, not right now. You should have made it, you should have made it back then and, and fuck it on the lows uh, when, when DYDX made their, when what, when they make their, their decision, was it, uh, was it no? It wasn't December. Was it December when they like officially made their their narrative change and like, yeah, we're going? Or I think it was slight, even slightly before that, maybe back like towards September, October. Was it September? Then that makes sense. Then because it it almost double bottomed from like you know the fall 
back in June. That's like, you know, obvious. Everybody else tumbled with it. But then it came back down. They made their change right around September. Uh, the low was right around September 23rd, 2022. Uh, and then it doubled, te it tested the, uh, the low again uh, in December. Um, but yeah, if you didn't make those, if you didn't catch that from there, like hell, even from there though, to where we are right now, I mean, oh shit, it didn't, it didn't, uh, hold on. It didn't measure. Let me see from there to there. Ah, in 315 days, that's 150% gain. Ah, I'd do it again. I'd do it at 177, 102, maybe a small filler buy in between there. Cause I don't know where, uh, you know, the momentum might stop, but I, I, so I think tank, I think it was like about, I think it was probably about what eighty eight, eighty nine cents or something when I filled, uh, when I still, was still in the group chat and I was just like, fuck, this is a pure buy. This like, I think it was before the uh, announcement anyway. But when I did mention them, I mean, I'm glad you went to talk on price because that's what we expect from Tank, isn't it? Immediately, like we expect this from Tank. However, I was talking about maybe like something a little bit different. How I love his attitude about Cosmos and the SDK and what he said in his tweet like the other day. Like Antonio, and he's like, "What's all this Cosmos drama?" <laughs> I don't know, and I didn't want to fucking know. Yeah, I saw. I saw where he said that. Like, I don't know what's going on with Cosmos drama, and I tend to keep it that way or something like that. And that's smart. That's good. I mean, but yeah. it, that, that doesn't. No, mean that. you do. No, no, you do realize. You do realize that. Like, he made a tweet like a long, long time ago. Where I'm not going to say shit on. He said, just because we're building with like SDK, didn't think we're Cosmos. And that's yeah, so I saw, relevant. I saw that too, where he didn't like want it to be like a, necessarily like branded as like Cosmos and stuff like that. Like they're their own thing. Kind of like Binance is their own thing. Like people don't think about that. Like, you know, Binance built uh, Cosmos SDK, like built on a Cosmos SDK. You look at crypto.com, but nobody thinks like, oh, Cosmos, when they look at those exchanges and stuff like that, like it's their own fucking thing, and it should be. Yeah, it's but they didn't the close, didn't the close. Well, I mean, the Binance one's a bit weird because it was the BEP two token. Remember those BEP two, BEP twenty, yeah. and the yeah, address started with like BNB, didn't it? Oh God, I, I mean, yeah, you know, you're OG a, when you're dealing with all that shit. <laughs> there's a few. Well, there's a few. I mean, well, if you anyone remembers the OG of the OG, I mean, Iris. Iris is one of like the oldest fucking connected like Stargate or like OG chains, blah blah blah. Uh, I mean, you talk about crypto.com, they were actually a bit late at the party, but no, I no, wish, but yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Like, you know, when, when people look at those, they don't think Cosmos, like, you know, it's they think crypto.com, they think Binance, like, they don't mean it doesn't it's, cross it's, their mind. And so, so the same thing as DYDX, like, it's good for them, good, good, good on him to like stay out of it. I don't think it's needed. I don't think it's going to bring him any value. But at the same time, what's going to bring it more value? Like, as, as an investor, as somebody trying to get into a position, yeah, maybe like potential run-ups and stuff like that. But go back and look at the chart for DYDX on Binance, right? Like, yeah, look, like it, it has a potential all-time high that's much, much percent-wise higher than where we are right now. But God bless. Like, I'm sorry. It's kind of like when I look at the gold chart. Am I buying the high? So I could be somebody else's exit liquidity. Like, fuck that, bro. Like, no. Um, it's got to have a stronger narrative. See, it's got to have a stronger Tank, the thing is for me, and this is from the heart, by the way, not the brain, the heart, right? I am, I am slightly, to a degree, disillusioned 
by the lack of awareness regarding the stack. The actual fucking cosmos, whatever you want to call it, IBs, IBC, stack, right? That people can't separate these individual components like SDK, like Tendermint, right? Like other things, there's other parts as well. Uh, but it'd be like, like you need to understand that, like you can use SDK in that to create like a proof of work chain, like Cardano or Oasis or a few others, right? Like the Rose Token, whatever. Like people, like there's there's just not enough education around the actual fucking stack. It's individual components. How there are interactions, how there doesn't have to be interactions between certain things is. It pisses me off the lack of education in this ecosystem at times, dude. I'm sorry. It really does get to me. Well, and that's the lack of uh, leadership, you know, from entities that we were discussing earlier, you know, like AIB and Informal and uh, the IC, like all of these guys, they were supposed to be doing that job, filling that role. I, I mean, I don't know. That's debatable, too. Some people will debate that shit all day long, too. But like, yeah, so I get it, man. Dude, dude, you know why there's no Rust development, uh, Rust developers in Web three? Because the fucking documentations are fucking shy, and Wasm developers. I I often fail with Wasm that, and I'm not going to go to the Wasm mafia that I've talked about before. I'm not going to bring up Confio yet again and Simon Water threatening to go on strike and Ethan Frey being the most retarded person on planet Earth. I'm not going to go there. I'm not that guy that's going to drag up all this shit history and this past that we all know about. I'm just going to say, like, hmm, imagine the smell. Imagine the smell of where this can go. People like us saying enough's enough. People like us not understanding stuff, right? A hundred percent. But saying, isn't there a time and a place where maybe at some point we might need to take a stand against these people? I actually, I actually, there's something I can't say. If I, if I was on my personal account, I would say something right now, but I'm not going to say it on the official account. I need to shut the fuck up. Give me five minutes while I stop myself from getting angry. Kit, you want to come up? Kit's here. Come on, Kit. Where Slinks is Slinks there. No, I see people. I think there's still like a general lack of applications and that, that have like true product market fit uh, with a business plan uh in the space you know it's far and few in between and uh so for like someone who just knows the language it like it's one thing to understand the language that builds these products but like why would someone want to build something if they have no idea of like what to build unless you're just like copying something uh so like you got to have innovation as well you know isn't that what Finn said on Cosmos of all? I mean, anybody eh? got no fucking ideas, are we? Copying everyone else's ideas, are we? I mean, it's class, isn't it? Uh, Kit, welcome, darling. Oh, I love you guys. I fucking love every fucking hair on your fucking heads, even though Tank's a bit bald these days. Kit, uh, hello, darling. Well, hello. Quite a wide spectrum of visitors and conversations today. It was kind of refreshing. As Liz. Where's Liz it is? I mean, get that woman in, then we'll go fucking mental. I mean, I was on a space with Kitty. Oh, Kitty, you, you were some media cunt. 
Yes, that is I. I am cunt. Yeah, yeah, you're fucking worse than me. Holy fuck, I was on a space listening to Kate the other day. I didn't have enough. I was on the alt on me, proper one I was. And oh my God. I mean, I think I got kicked out of that one. That was funny though. That was hilarious. Though. Anyway, are you doing all right, darling? You enjoyed Nashville? Did you get home safe and sound? All right. <laughs> no, it was all good. Actually, let, let's re- let's revisit that that uh, one Twitter space. Let's just say um, you. It was so. It was at weird hours. You came in, and you kept saying, "Okay, I, all right, I got to get off." And then you'd start talking again. And then you're like, "All right, goodbye, everybody." You like say goodbye your pleasantries like nine times, and then finally we're like, "You know what? We're not doing this man a favor." So we just kicked you. Yes, we did kick you after you said your pleasantries. And we're like, all right, nobody's going to know that we kicked you other than you. And you're going to thank us later. You need to sleep. You know what, darling? <laughs> you, you were on the money. I'm laughing me. I don't think I'm dying. You were on the money. And by the way, I'm down the park. We have like a lake and a park. And can you hear the frogs in that? The dogs are running around. I don't care what they did. They're probably eating another dog again like they did the other day. But never mind. This is what life's about, isn't it? You just go out. You, enjoy, you run rack a them while your dog's just can kill other animals. I'm looking out thinking, what's going on here? But nah, kid, you are right. I mean, if it's like 4 a.m. Bangkok time, and I'm in like fucking America, and I hear Robo, I'm like, oh, I'm not even letting them up to speak. I've told this, I've said this to people every time. If you know it's fucking up, like after 12, I'm at a gremlin, didn't let me on your space. I mean, the, the white whale won last night, I might have been just inside the bounds, but like, be careful, people. Please be careful. Just let he's like a gremlin. Don't let him up in the space. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm telling you. After midnight, I'm fucked. You should take me phones off me. Oh, oh, dude. I mean, I went on Jerry Space. Did you hear the Jerry Space I did the other week? You were our tank. Your space was fucking class with Jerry. I love that. The Uninterrupted un- un- uh, podcast you did with PCX. I love it. Dude, I listened to the whole thing. Bang. The minute I woke up, clear. Listen to the entire thing before I start to work this morning. Class. Yeah, they, they host some pretty good spaces, man. It was fun. I were, we're on next week, 22nd. Oh, I don't know how that's going to go. They've invited us all on. I mean, it's called in, Uninterrupted. Fucking the rack of them cool on be interrupting each other. <laughs> Imagine the smell. Imagine Jerry trying to keep going with a lost tank. Imagine Jerry trying, trying to keep control. Finn. Sorry, can you let Robo's big please? <laughs> Holy fuck, anyway, we shouldn't laugh. That's an interesting one, that. I've only just found out about these guys. I, did, I mean, I knew PSX through uh, Gus's space. I've only just met Jerry. Only just met Jerry. Anyway, Kit, you were telling us a story. Uh, so, Nashville back home. Anything happen? Your dog's all right? My dog is in the car with me once again. We're traveling. No, he loved it. I was actually really surprised because uh, how congested like the streets were and people and random individuals. You know, majority part, people were good about asking to pet your dog. But there's like <laughs> literally uh, so many people that walk up like, oh, a dog, a puppy, and just like start petting him. My dog was confused at first, but uh, Timmy actually warmed up to him instantly it's like i want to go walk your dog and i think secretively timmy was just trying to pick up chicks because everywhere he went he was stopped and he's like oh what like the women were like oh what's his name and all of a sudden timmy's just like glowing in the face it was funny 
So it's uh, such a real thing. Like if if I want to go out with with basically zero effort and meet some new people, I'll just go walk my dog downtown. It's literally the easiest thing in the world <laughs> to like get some human engagement. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't trying to cramp his style, though, but every time, you know, we stop and there's the girls or whatever, I start walking. My dog didn't want anything to do with the girls and, like, looked at me like, oh, she's walking away. I got to follow her. So I, like, stopped, and, like, off to the side, hiding so he knew I was nearby. <laughs> I'm just saying, walking dogs, like, as a man, and I live in Thailand. I'm not going to lie. When the sun goes down, like, I can't take my dogs out in the middle of the day because the fucking concrete is really bad for the paws. But I'll tell you, when that sun goes down and my concrete cools down, these little motherfuckers, when they go out, around about 6, 6.30, I try to get them out a bit before the space. And I'll have my top off and my Gucci shorts on. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I mean, they're, they're all 65-year-old in my village, so it's not like it's fucking young, attractive like chicks, but I'll tell you what, they are women. Fucking looking at me like, oh, I'd suck a fucking golf ball through a fucking tennis racket. They are. You should. I see them looking at me, and I'm thinking this is a bit dirty. This like, but when I take them out in the village, not just in like that's my street, my local street, but I take them out in the village. And people say you like what long the dogs, Gucci shorts on, Gucci cap, Gucci slippers, shades, no top, fucking dogs, big chain hanging off you. And I'm, I'm walking the Van Goghs and they're like, look at that cunt. I can just see people looking at me like, look at that tiky bastard. And I fucking love it. There's no better feeling, man. Walking dogs is like, I'm going to go home and get mine in a minute. <laughs> I want to take the piss. Anyway. Yeah. I, I did enjoy, um, I get anxiety think about like oh, okay a conference i'm gonna end up going out and meet a bunch of people that you know i talk to them but i don't know what they look like and so forth it was it was nice having a smaller smaller little space and instead of treating it like a conference where you have multi-stages and itinerary and and so forth it was nice that it was single stage something's going on and people it was just a laid-back environment it reminded me of a hacker house you know, you have a hacker house meeting. Give us, give us you your top a- three. Give us your top three. Give us your top three superstars you met, kid. Who were the top three you met that you loved, like you fell in love with? I know you met mm. friends for life. Who were the top three? Um, I think. Well, I already had my favorites. Um, you know, we're all a little biased. People that we hear their voices and we kind of build that relationship up with their voice. So, um, it meeting these individuals in person did not um fail me at all you know timmy what about gains what about gains what about gains i've heard i've heard we had from about 12 people i've asked this question like 12 people are like the gains was on everybody's top three what do you think he's lovely gains isn't he oh yeah gains of course i want to say top three but for sure i think i don't count people from michigan the same state because it just any more point in time like hey what's up but all right, so this is what happened. Um, I booked my hotel a long time ago, and I canceled it because okay, it doesn't take dogs. All right, that's fine. I'll find a, find a place. I booked somewhere else. I split the hotels, and then Gaines sent me a message. You know, at the eleventh hour, like, hey, there's rooms over here, and I'm like, all right, fine. So I go online, see that it has availability. I have that window up. I cancel my other one, and I just hit the like you know book button. And when I hit the book button, it just said error, you know, 
someone already booked that. I'm like, shit. So I had basically, I was displaced for the first night. And Gaines like, yeah, 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 it's fine. You can just, I told him that I'm not worried about it. It's not my first rodeo. I, I'm driving. I'm not going to deal with this shit, like searching for a place. Um, I, I have a setup in the car. We have seats down. It's actually really roomy. I'm not that big. So slept in the car in the parking lot. And Gaines like, yeah, it's fine. You can go in the lobby. You can go ahead and, uh, you know, there's, of course, restrooms and stuff. And I would check into my hotel early in the morning, like 11 a.m. Anyways, next morning. But in the middle of the night to use the restroom, it didn't work out. They had it. The doors locked. And I called the the operator front desk and told him, uh, yeah, room so-and-so. And like, okay, what's the last name? It was, you know, I was like, uh, Sado name, <laughs> little gains. Like, nope, sorry, you shall not pass. And I was like, oh fuck, I might have to. like everyone stay at the hotel room, and I didn't want to be like have them look out the window and see like Baroness out in the bush. <laughs> so Baroness I, in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> so I like I text him like, man, I am so sorry, but I just I can't get in. <laughs> As like I literally drove around. Um, to like see if there's any places that had a restroom for me. Um, all the gas stations were literally chained up. I'm like, what type of area am I staying in? And of course, long story short, yes, Skeens walked down very pleasant at like 2 a.m. in the morning. Everybody was going to bed, um, you know, before midnight. And here he is, like, yeah, here's my key card to just come in in the middle of the night if you need to use a restroom. Like, very pleasant. Can't believe you trusted me, but, uh, yeah, I don't even trust myself. But that was I, a long no, story. No, 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 I'm going to be real. No, it was lovely. It was heartwarming. And I'm sorry about the motorbikes. Uh, and yeah, that was a fucking rug about the fucking dogs in my past. Uh, darling, I'm so happy you said what you did because I'm going to say this. Interaction-wise, Gaines is the most selfless person I've ever worked with. And I've worked with some legends like Ambedo, Maul, uh, Zap, Finn, other people. I'm just going to have to say this like, right here, right now. Honestly, games is like the coolest of the coolest of the OGs. Like, people's got no fucking idea. Me and him have collaborated, worked together on a lot of shit. But really, and then we've talked like on Discord calls and that for hours about fucking history and shit, right? And I'm telling you, we're like back in the day and that, like when he had some free time. I'm just telling you, this kid, like there's something about Gaines that is special when I would compare him to some of his peers. And that's all I want to say without naming names is that like he's in a, he's not in a different class, actually. He's in the same class as like a few other people. And I didn't want to like name them and just like put people up there. I'm just going to say that Gaines is like he gets a free pass on Every fucking thing with Robo, like, because I'm like, nah, bro, nah, like, I'm nah, this guy, like, he's got a heart of gold. I've never known anybody in Web3 be as, like, as nice and as fucking kind. Like, me and Finn wake up calling each other cunts. Like, I'm being done not speak to me for 10 days and then say, what's up, you fucking pikey fucker? Like, that's the crack that, like, go, gains? No, he's just. He epitomizes everything we should aspire to be in regards to like how we should act as communities and be nice. And he's a big influence on me. I mean, he doesn't want to calm me down, but he's 
his vibes like do calm me down and for that I'll be forever thankful with games actually is a fact that like I don't know some people that get me aggravated you know Tank gets me pumped Tank gets me ready to kill people Gaines is the one who can just like be like chill bro like just put your feet up on the hammock like he's got that voice he's got that persona he's got every fucking thing that kid is ah oh. And I should be saying this on my own account and not his. And we're gonna. I'm getting messages about saying we need to end the space. Apparently, we've been on there nearly five hours, and like it's going to be split into two, two and a half hour sessions. So, kid, before we end, darling, I have to go on. Right, these two need fucking some water. What would be your biggest takeaway from Nashville? If you could just like summarize it in like two or three sentences, what would be your biggest takeaway? Meeting people like Timmy, like Tank, like Gaines, like Reese, like all the others. What have you come home with? What's your biggest takeaway, darling? Uh, the what I was actually impressed with was meeting with different teams. Um, the consensus that everyone got along with. You know, even though Twitter spaces, you only get part of the language, which is just verbal, um, reading their body language and so forth, is that everybody has a deep interest to hear each other out, to communicate over what, you know, Cosmos as a whole needs to be able to adapt to each other's chains and technologies. So that was uh, that was refreshing because when you get someone on a one-on-one, it's almost like uh, animals where you're, you're gatekeep, or not, you know, where you have the fence, they're just barking, but once you move the, remove the fence, they're just calm. <laughs> it's uh, that you're able to communicate one-on-one, they hear you out, and you, know, it, you, you build up more friendships when you go to these conferences than what you get out of these uh, Twitter spaces. So if you're going for friending you know, um, and just networking, it, this was perfect. On the on the flip side, I heard you mention the Twitter spaces. There. On the flip side, though, you can't have a Nashville every weekend, or even once a month, or blah blah. So, how important are Twitter spaces right now for getting like the message out there and getting the love out there and getting like the vibe out there, kids? Like Twitter spaces right now are quite important, right? Twitter spaces are important, but not for um, just impromptu pop in. Yeah. Okay. If you if you were just to, if you actually had an important message to do for you know getting getting people from the community to pop in and out, yes. But like what Finn is doing, where he kept captures the important schedules and so forth, and plus some people can, at their own leisure can kind of go in and just listen to listen playback and actually get the information that's important out of it. Oh, I love you, kid. I'll tell you what, you Liz Baybans. Uh, Vanessa Harris and also Jessica, uh, Jessica Cosmos, you're the fucking, you're the five best women in fucking crypto right now. Like, I mean, there's a couple of other people in some of the projects and some of the egos, but holy fuck, nobody can hold a candle to you five. Like, if anyone's not been listening, like people, like these ladies on these spaces, they are fucking killer. You put three of them in the same room, you put Kit, Baybands, and Liz in the same room, you all need to leave. That's all I'm saying. Uh, anyway, kid, I'm getting DMs. We're supposed to end it now because it's like not recorded, but recorded. Uh, I fucked up. I didn't press the record button on Funky Friday, but we are going to close it out. Kid, before we end, shout out Fairy King down there, by the way. Shout out uh, IBC Mafia. Fucking shout out Al coming back. Shout out Backbone. I mean, if JJ's on the official account and he's just been working, shout out JJ. 
Kit, any words before I close it out, darling? Awesome. Anything? Well, the one-on-one. Oh, your woman. She's a, say she's a woman of few words, and she awesome. I'll tell you what. Honestly, I'm not cheating. I know I named five of them, and Vanessa and uh, Jessica are quite busy, but I'll tell you what, Bay Barnes, Liz, and fucking Kit together. Holy fuck, that's good crack. Like, if anyone hasn't listened to this shit and, like, laugh your fucking face off, you don't know what you're doing with your life. I'm going to close it out by saying this. Uh, look, that fucking motorbike. Just when I'm about to say this, so, yeah, listen, hear me out here, right? What I'm about to say is that, like, we're not perfect. Right, we never profess to be. I, I didn't, we didn't care about perfection anyway. Uh, rough around the edges, yeah. Do we pride ourselves on that? Of course, we do. Isn't that what we built the reputation on the, the whole thing? I'm about to, I don't care what the time is right now. I'm about to go and do some filament tomorrow. You're about to see some trailers. There's about some shit about to happen. We're Gucci. That's all I want to say is that, like, a bet against Rack FM is like you just you're betting against your kids like dying of oxygen before the fucking four years old, isn't it? Pretty fucking similar, isn't it? Like, if you bet against Rack FM, you, you're not human. You're like, you need to be on fucking Jeffrey Epstein's fucking island or something. Like, you're not, you're not right in the head. So, from us at the show here, and then Arfin's going to close us out with a cheeky rap at the end. I don't know which rap it might be. He's been keen on plunder as the last track lately. I'm going to say I love every fucking hair on every fucking one of your fucking heads. All you little bastards that come back day after day, week after week, show after show. Why could we not? How could we not? You know what I mean? Years are what we are. Well, we're not going to do this shit without you. So on that closing moment, take care. Good night. God bless. And before another fucking motorbike comes, I'm going to say goodbye. And Finn, I'm going to hand it over to you, dude, for the shit. Uh, end it. I couldn't even finish before that couldn't went past. Anyway, Finn, close us out, bro. Bye-bye. Good night. Holy shit, my man tried to hand me the mic and his dog just did not fucking let him. I I will end the show. Thank you, everyone who joined us. Thank you, everyone, for listening after the fact, during the fact. You can find all these shows over on rackfm.org, powered by terraspaces.org. And if you want to check out all the fun music we've been making, head on over to imaginethesmell.org. We're all about those dollar words. All right. Good night, everyone. Nice. I'm going to tell you something. When the world starts to get really bad and these mugs out here robbing, you're going to love digital currency. All these motherfuckers, they be running and gunning And I'm all like, I'm sitting back just having fun in the sun And I'm like one out of a hundred, I'm just building up on it To sum up everything we built her in the last hundred upsets You're getting salty, feeling faulty, you ain't no man I keep robo here, grinning ear to ear, throwing up anarchy Smoking toilet trees, spitting philosophies Look at the dossier, we rack like geography There's layers to this shit, like it's sedimentary All these little onion peels getting torn off and buried Imagine the smell, that shit is a vital experience without knowing how you will not survive, period. Oh, <laughs> he's a fucking trip, man. Jimmy, if you Jimmy, if you listen to this, right, you're getting absolutely fucking ripped to death, like on a spaceship for the life, you little troglodyte bastard. I hope you fucking listen, I hope you come to my house soon. I swear to God, man, I've got fucking loads of weapons and my dogs, man. You just a little rat, man, one. Fuck off, man. Do one. Fuck off. Harmony. No, no, the wonder you're looking for a fucking job. You fucking idiot. You've just been fucking at the desk. <laughs> Fuck off.
try to change the course of the portion philosophy I'm just here for the corporation sponsored lobotomy Feels like I won the lottery, like I'm ghosting this pottery Chill, Demi, boy, this shit's supposed to be haunting If it wasn't, ain't no puzzle, you would try to train your muscle Air dropping like a fatal hustle, but the pay is busting Think of all the loss of crew, just to pick up off the truth Because I'm not figured, all those sub would make up for something I guess it just goes to show, the fuck do I know? At least it's quiet over here, I like my little silo It's better than watching them fight over how to divide my time between sitting at the desk and the ride home Devs at Mickey D's, they leeching off that Wi-Fi Zapdos and Moldy shipping more than five guys Console open, waiting for the kamikaze When the flash phone's bang, they're feeling like paparazzi Snapshot motherfuckers We got layers, meteora jawbreaker We cracking a lot of craters We rapping a lot of pay dirt Maxing out relayers Imagine the smell Five dollar wrench to your Darth Vader it's, it's really funny uh, to us at Binance that everyone here is talking about uh, blockchain attack. We know who all the validators are, we know, we know where they live, and we're, and we're going to their house with a wrench, a big wrench, and we will attack them with the wrench, and then we will take their validator home physically and put it in a truck and drive it to China. Right, so this is an extension of the, the activities you performed on, on BTC, right? Uh, funding and creating these massive uh, Bitcoin mines, putting them in caves, putting them in, in uh, factories that were abandoned in the past, and also using electromagnetic pulse bombs to detonate uh, the USA and the other country mines, right? So you're now applying this strategy to, to Lunk uh, in order to take over the chain, is that correct? Uh, it's more simple. There's no uh, EMP bomb. It's just a van of men in uh, Balaclava and they have wrench and they're taking the physical validators from people's houses. They are usually very fat and they're usually uh, in the shower with, you know, with trying to wash uh, their mice uh, droppings off their uh, clothes. So it's very simple. We just walk in and we take it. But if there is someone who is sitting at the computer or sleeping at the computer, we, uh, we hit them with the wrench really, really hard. And then they say, stop. Don't do that again. And we say, that's okay. Just mm -hmm. give us your validator note. And then they give it to us and we drive it to China. Chinese spaces.